Fill her up. You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. Here we go. Yeah, oh, boy. we're here. And we're back. We're here. And we're back. And we we're are back. Here. And we're back. Slick and Thick That's right. is in this bitch. That's and right. Today we got a guest. Slick, today. Hey, first of all, I'm I'm Slick, the one talking right now, Mickey Gall. Mm-hmm. Over here, we got his royal thickness, mm. Gerard motherfucking Michaels. That's right. And today, we got a special guest, a good friend of mine, my man Enzo, mm. a.k.a. E.A., a.k.a. Mm. Real One. Mm. FKA mm. Enzo Amore. Yes. How you doing? Any other? Uh, any, is there any other ones I'm missing? Uh, Muscle Smarinara, Smack Talker Skywalker, bro. I got the gift of gab and the gift of jab. What we got over here? The five knuckle shuffle. Are you Yo, soft? Every Let's time go. you get an intro. Are you every soft? time you get an intro. Can I call you Jerry? Do you hate that? Definitely he fucking not. hates that. Literally, Why do you hate it he's so gonna much. cut this out of the podcast. Literally, yeah, cut it's it. so it's over. over. You, you want I no, love no. It. now the whole internet knows. Now the whole internet knows. We shut it down. Internet knows. Shut it down. We shut it down. They know not to. Start they, know, over. They, they know not to. Yeah. Anyway, why does you? Why do you want to call him Jerry so bad? Oh no, I love it. Uh, so I think that every time you get intro, <laughs> the Shawn Michaels theme song should play. You did it last time too, because you got the Michaels. We got to get him mad. You got to get that Shawn Michaels drop to hit. I'm just a thick keyboard. He was singing that. He was singing that in the other room. That, that, and that's your that. guy, right? Shawn Michaels. That well, was your was guy. Now you're breaking kid. kayfabe. People are supposed to think this is Friday, Mick. Haven't you? Fuck, man. We're live on? on Friday. I wasn't singing in the other room on the Monday live. podcast. We're not faking live. All right. We're not faking. We're not faking. We're we don't fake. Don't we got the fake. real one here. We're and authentic. the reason why he's here is because we're we're the realest podcast. We are the realest podcast. We talk real shit. We really do. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I love it. Bring yeah, me, bring so me in the fold, motherfucker, Thicky Smalls. Fold. So what's up, man? What's going on with you? Uh, wow. is that real diamonds? What up, EA? Oh, dude, these things. Look at these. Are those real diamonds? You see, they in this they, economy, they, that's outrageous. They, uh, yeah, they, uh, I hope my they're not blood diamonds. Those are all my diamonds shine because they conflict diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> I smuggle them in. Damn. I say really, really, yeah, really, man. really. You know what? This this thing weighs a lot, and it's not probably good for my neck. But mm. in the long run, yeah, I might have to deal with that. But a little, I think little that the pro wrestling, I could probably blame. For any neck issues I really have. Yeah. Speaking of issues, I heard you had back surgery Fucking today. Fucking back surgery, brother. Dude, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, I've avoided Charge it to the game, fuck, brother. Man, I know. Charge it to the game. I should have been. You know? Dude, that's that's a risk we take. Yeah, it is the risk we take. And speaking of risks, I took a major one. I'm still a little sore from it. I had a four fatal four-way dumpster match with... Um, with Fuck a dwarf, yeah, yeah, with a dwarf. Shit. That's what I call him. You know what I mean? Now the guys, because as I would say when I'm out there on the microphone and the crowd work, mm-hmm. I would say, "There's only one word to describe you, and I'm gonna spell it out for you: D W A R F, dwarf." <laughs> because that's technically speaking, yes. that's technic- the proper term. Technically speaking, that's the proper term. He's a little yes. person. Hey, little fuck person. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I went with I was dwarf. The whole time I, I, I thought he was it. right too. I googled. Is it, it little person? I googled I was like, it's, it. It's it not was the dwarf. M word. Dwarf. It was dwarf. It's not the what? It's not the M. It was dwarf. M. The scientific. 
doctor explanation is dwarfism. Trust the science. These kids got the dwarfism, they, they and that's why they do not like midget. Yeah. You Let can't me... call them that, but you know what I did yeah. do in, the, in another promo, speaking of, you know, because I want to get into stand-up. Just got the itch the other day. I went to uh, the stand in New York City and fucking, you know, felt all the blood leave my brain and go blow my waist. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's everything you love about pro wrestling without any of the fucking pain. But you said right? we can't like, use yeah. the word midget, right? So yeah. don't use the word midget. Anyway, yeah. uh, I in a promo because he's Spanish. His name is Microman, right? And he's uh-huh. from Mexico. So I said, uh, I said, I called him. I went, listen up, mi gente. I don't speak Spanish. That sounds like the word I was looking for to describe someone like you. <laughs> and I don't know what mi gente is on the real. Mi gente. But it means my, Jorge. Pe- my people. So I, I figured out a way to use it in a sentence that made sense either way. Yeah. But I, called the, I called them mi gente. Um, weren't you, weren't you uh, messing with Juventud Guerrero? Yeah, I just had a match with Juventud Guerrero. At a place, dude, I knew nothing about it. Somebody just was like, they, they want you to wrestle Juventud when you take the match. That's wild. And I'm like, hell Hoventu? yeah, dude, I don't care where. WCW back in the day. Juventud Guerrero, man. Uh, yeah. Juventud. Luchador. So know. a couple of the guys I know, I know here. Bill Goldberg. From yeah, Gas Digital. Yeah. Speaking I, of I Bill Goldberg, Hoventu. I hit Juventud Guerrero with a jackhammer in the oh, match. Shit. We didn't talk about it in the back. See, people don't know a lot of wrestling is improv. And when Juventud's a pro like he is... And, I'm a pro like I am. We didn't talk about shit. We just went out there and did the damn thing, right? You know what I mean? Because I wanted to be in the opener. I told the guy because I was going to go down to Philly to see the Giants play in the playoff game. And yeah, it was good and, thing you saved yourself the fuck. Thank you. Uh, yes. Oof. Thank you. Was, thank man, you. Oof. So I had a ticket. Fuck. So I had a ticket, and it was 8 p.m. match against Juventude. The kickoff for the Giants Eagles. 8.20. So I told the promoter, I'm like, dude, you got to put me in the fucking opener. In the opening match, I'll give you 15 minutes and I got to get the fuck on the road to go to this game. Well, P.S., I get out of the ring and the score's 14 nothing, And I was like, all right, I guess I ain't going. Yeah. So I stuck around. Brutal. Uh, Brutal. Yeah. yeah. Where do we find that? You and Hooven too. Dude, I'm locking horns. I have no, I think it was, the place is called XPW, mm. which I did not know. And I did not know anything about the promotion, the promoter. I get in the ring, right? <laughs> and I do some typical Enzo shit. I mean, fucking real one shit, whatever you want to call me. Uh, I fucking, you know, I get in the ring and I'm like, yo, count this motherfucker out. Yo, to the ref. Mm-hmm. They're like, the fans look at me and they're like, there's no rules here at XPW. Oh, you got to kill his ass. Fuck, bro. Like, <laughs> fuck. You got to kill his ass. I was like, fuck Finish me. only. That's my shit. So, fin- so, uh, trademark, trademark, finish so only MMA. Zach Amico, guest, guest Digital loves Zach Amico. He yeah, was actually talking about, he wanted to stick around and, and talk to you. He was there. And he said, uh, he said, <laughs> no shit. You, you were, oh, you, were the fuck is he? you were none too happy. You were in a white jumpsuit and they got some shit on you. And you were very upset about it? Is that true? Oh, yeah, at the end of the night. I mean, not only were the Giants getting their ass kicked, some guy was bloodied <laughs> the fuck up. Bloodied the fuck up. Oh, and nudges into my white fucking Giants. <laughs> Michelin-ass Giants took throwback. Two throwback, Ooh, beautiful. Fuck. My mom washed it off fucking hot water. Really? Okay, yeah. Little, little. Come on. When little I went home. A little bit I, of a, what's it called? Dude? I had the, a flight the, the next. The secret is... Um, what do they call it? Uh, Club soda? No, nah, it's not the secret. The know. real secret is uh, shit. I'm not a Oxygen baker. peroxide. Yeah, I knew that was a job for my mom. When yeah. I was like, oh, I got to get She'll this thing home. I, I literally drove all the way back to straight. So you got mad? That's what Amico said? Yeah, he was Somebody like, nudged he, me, he and I just like, I just looked <laughs> up at him, and I just fucking there was like some clenched sort of, my jaw. 
It was I think, beautiful, crazy. Oh, eyes. I mean, if anybody would have fucking, you know what I mean, talked to me the wrong way in that moment. To, you <laughs> Apparently, know. it was very I'm apparent to the audience if, uh, that you were very upset in the moment. You were, oh, is that right? Yeah, I love that. Yeah, Good. apparently, it was Fuck very yeah. upset to the audience that uh, that this this death match, this guy was bleeding everywhere and it bumped into you. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and this this poor guy in a in a fucking all not only that, that guy he comes out in nights, yeah, 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 hillbilly me. blood all over. And not only yeah. that, the guy who bumped into me was wearing. In whitey tighties and a white dress shirt with a tie. <laughs> I turned around. Somebody nudged my arm. I turned around. I looked up at this fucking guy. I was like, "Holy fucking shit, dude! Where am I right now in my life that this is fucking happening? I should have been at that fucking game instead. <laughs> I took this match against Juventud like Guerrero. Well, who's the guy and I mean, that's fucking bleeding so, so like not that? Tidy whiteies. That this guy. was the crazy shit. So thank God I was in the opener because this place I had no idea what I was getting myself into because I never wrestled on the indies before, right? So imagine I don't know where I go, who I'm running into, and I quite frankly don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's like give me my money when I go. show up and I'll have a match. Nobody talk to me about it when I get out there. Mm. We'll have a good time, right? So uh I had a fucking great, great, great experience working the indies these past couple years. I, I I've been wrestling now again. Well, yeah, I guess it's been since COVID, so it's almost three years. I've been in and out of the ring again. When you say indies, do you, are you the you independent like, wrestling? Yeah, but scene, like, like, would like, you consider like Ring of Honor? Is that considered like an indie or Ring of Honor? I mean, I don't know. They have no, they're not an indie. I, I guess I, I don't fuck. And that mm. that is that that's kind of like the like the regional shows in MMA, like not like the major promotions. The, Dude, the this shit could happen at a bingo hall. I need y'all to do some math here, okay? Yeah. A hundred motherfucking people. You could fill 150 people, 200 people, okay? Small room, small room. But if every single person is going to buy a fucking picture with you and an autograph, 30 apiece or combo for yeah, 50. Gone, combo for paper. 50. Mm -hmm. You're getting paid the same amount of money you'd get paid to be on Monday Night Raw. No shit. You think I'm fucking playing? No shit. You think I'm fucking playing? Monday Monday Night Raw, live national different television. Different strokes for different folks, baby. If you're a fucking top guy on the card, you're probably making millions. If you're a guy who's just cracking the fucking surface, or if you're a rookie from NXT right. going to Raw, mm -hmm. like, you know, you might make a few Gs. How many dark matches are there before Raw goes live? Like, how many guys are out yeah, there? Yeah, it also depends on what you did that night. In the carny wrestling world where, you know, the, the, the money's negotiable based on your reaction and what kind of violence. How, how oh, many really? matches are there wow. in, like, a, like I like like that question you said how many matches are there in like a like a dog eight show? matches on a card in pro wrestling okay typically so a four, WWE four, card, right? no shit. four uh, intermission I... after uh post three intermission after you know mm -hmm. after five and and uh the best spots you want to be on the card the main event obviously the opener yeah and then the 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 first half main event which is right before intermission send them home happy mm -hmm. they usually put like a a good guy wins right before intermission so everybody goes out and buys merch so there's, they there's only do like four on the televised like you were oh, talking I have about no the dark idea matches, how many matches yeah. oh dark match happens like for instance you would book john cena on the dark match right so you advertise john cena to be at monday night raw and you want to keep the fans there to watch raw but john cena's not even going to be on raw He's not going to be on TV. The second mm. the TV ends, John Cena comes out, and he kept the house there to wait around the whole time to uh -huh. see his ass. Oh, okay. no shit. You know what I'm saying? Interesting. So, like, okay. the main attraction probably come back out. Like, they might even advertise, like, John Cena and Enzo and Cass versus AJ Styles and Gallows and Anderson, the club versus. And that's the match that's going to be on the pay-per-view. Sure. But locally promoted as the dark match 
or just a match that's going to happen. And if you don't happen, you, you heard it all day, all night, you get flyers that say that match is happening and it hasn't happened yet. TV ends and then we come out at the end. That kept you there. So, like, when I first got called up, I was doing dark matches with John Cena and Big Cass as uh, a three tag, you know, tag matches. And uh, we were working with John every every dark match to, like, keep the house there. And John wasn't really on TV a lot. He was just kind of kept there hmm. to keep the house. Now, I, one thing I didn't realize is that you guys work in between all of the TV matches, like, every day. There's a different match in a different city, like, pretty much every day. Yeah, definitely let's avoid talking about wrestling. I got to get good at this fucking podcast comedy thing. <laughs> Fair enough. This McMahon needs that money. Fair enough. Vince, hey, speaking Vince is of, back. All right, I got one. Uh, Yo, one of my favorite. Way, one of my favorite. In, well, weed's Enzo. legal in New Jersey, bro. Weed's legal in New Jersey. Hey, I'm about to say one of my favorite quotes by you. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll always be bag, in Jersey. But you plastic know that, bags brother. aren't. So. Yeah, but plastic bags, illegal. Ever, did you ever think you'd see a day? Legal weed. It's like illegal Fucking weed. A, bro. It's happening He's ducking everywhere. Ducking in and out of alleyways growing up. You smell it everywhere. Yeah, it's a lot better than taking a trip out to Camden, that's for sure. Yeah, Camden sucks. Yeah, right. Yeah, go get robbed. But anyway, my one of my favorite Enzo quotes ever is when we were first becoming friends. He goes... I never read not one book, not one time, never. So why should I be reading them when I should be writing them? And I was like, I like this motherfucker. That's the way I always feel, man. Hey, bro, if I I'm watching some shit, shit bro. Yeah, even with movies, I don't, I don't suspend my disbelief watching somebody else's fucking fanatic vision or frantic vision. Quite frankly, that fucking weird fish fantasy that that cocksucker Cameron James had. <laughs> James with, Cameron? Yeah, whatever. That motherfucker... I went to go see that shit with my girl for one. I walk in that bitch, got the 3D glasses on, try to wear a nose over glasses. I wear glasses. So I got to put the 3D glasses over my glasses. That shit didn't work out. Left, went and watched it in regular shit. So not 3D. Now I'm sitting down watching this shit with my girl. And yeah, I ate a little bit of a hallucinogenic that day. Am we talking, I, we talking mushroom. Or yeah, we yeah, yeah. Of uh, course, uh, yeah. I don't fuck with anything else, dude. I, you know, I smoke some weed. I, I yeah. eat a little mushroom. All natural. I'm a natural guy. Yeah. I said, you got, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I'm, I'm sitting there and I'm thinking to myself, 350 fucking million dollars for this weird fish fantasy, you sick fuck. <laughs> you hate I'm like, it. bro, think about what we could do with that fucking money. You want to spike the economy with some real money? $350 million for this guy's fucking vision? Could Give the it world, to Enzo. Could the world have lived without this and have made progress with $350 million. Don't get Gerard started on this. He's going to start talking about Ukraine. He's going to be like, $350 billion. <laughs> and then is we're going to have it. Is gonna that how a... much they gave them? No, way more. Oh, <laughs> fuck. Way more. Yeah, yeah, man. We, 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 we got to prioritize this money. Some things going on here. Yeah, what do you think? Know. That's a, you're, you're Dude, right up I could have done without that. I disagree. I disagree with him. That's... People want to spend something, and a lot of people want to watch it. I I wouldn't want to watch it, but hey, make your money. Avatar, and also You're that guy put Avatar? a lot of people to work. Those people, there's a lot of people that got good paying jobs to do that. He shit, broke so. clean though, didn't he? Because to break even on the movie, they needed to make like three billion dollars or four billion dollars. Did they really? The Some crazy shit. Yeah. So I heard this just sounded like the most astronomical waste of fucking money I'd ever saw in my life. Maybe. You know, but I mean, you know, if if we're getting into efficiency, life's inefficient. Like this is what this is what the commies always get wrong. Like you know, they they see stuff like that Most and they lose their mind. Awesome. Yeah, you know, yeah. Let me get a Zipix too. Yeah, man. all right. 
What are you guys want things? zippies? You want a dip or you want so, a zip? Right. I see you, I see you admiring my, my nicotine over here. Them. I don't know if it's These are some fucking nicotine toothpicks. Everything's muffled. Nicotine toothpicks? Nicotine toothpicks. Bro, you chew on that, feel like a G. Hey, keep that pack. Actually, keep that pack from your boy Mick. Whole lot of money in this motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. you want, what do you want, G? What you want, bro? You I got want? it. I got the nicotine. You know what I'm saying? Was that peppermint? Let me, let me get Good peppermint. for your brain. Nic- oh, the, that right there? This is real life? Yeah, nicotine. Is that peppermint? I'm about to quit smoking. That's what I'm saying, bro. They make people quit smoking. It does good shit. Smell really good. Yeah, that's yours, bro. You smell keep really good. Zip I'm in this game. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm going to be walking to the ring like Razor Ramon, bro. I'm going to be walking to the ring like Razor Ramon. Yeah, hit him with All the fucking right, to the bad guy Oof. with the fucking flick. Yeah. Mm. Speaking yeah. of, I just watched, uh, first time in a very long time, speaking of, mo- of movies that probably didn't need to exist, New Jack City. I just watched New Jack City for the very first time. Have you ever seen New Jack City? Nah. West I, Jack Snipes. City? I like Snipes. New Jack the wrestler. That's a crazy motherfucker. I can't believe we keep talking wrestling now. Yeah, whenever I'm in the room, it just know, happens, it happens to me right? in my life. Follows yeah. me everywhere. Hey, that's the same thing with me and, and fighting, and, uh, bro. You just gotta own it, right? I hear you, bro. It's same like thing with every fighting. Every time I start talking, I'm like, what's life like with a giant dick? I'm like, guys, <laughs> that's my job. This guy's tall laying talk. down that he was standing up. Unbelievable. The only down guy down I know it. who's had three dick reductions. Yeah, still not Two of them didn't take, huh? Two of them didn't take. Yeah. Two of them didn't back. take. But now we're at a... <laughs> it's, it's, I got a regenerative dick disease. Yeah. It just keeps regenerating. Yeah, well, you know what? It's it's it's, you know it's it's a gift and a curse. It's an evolutionary thing because you know everybody in my family we've got you know we've got the belly that you got to get past the belly to make more humans. So you know it's it's an overhang. It's it's really an architectural design. (laughs) Gerard used to look like a Greek god, but now he looks like a goddamn Greek. Yeah, goddamn Greek. He looks like a Greek god. Now he looks like Buddha. Still got the body of a god. I look I look like Thor when he when he completely gave up. What, which, can't, which we can't sleep that? on the big man here, though. I've seen him in the ring. I've yeah, not a little head movement. Yeah, here. once we hey, get once on. we get ten thousand subscribers, it. he's taking an amateur fight this, out in PA. I know you I know this because you're a big fan of the show, Enzo. But this is kind of our shtick. Mickey acts like he's dumb, and I act like I'm soft. Neither <laughs> is true. So. Yeah, I get it, man. Trust me, I get it. I played a I played a guy on TV that was just a fucking clown. Right? I was just gonna mm. say, Enzo, much like myself, way smarter than we look. Well, Enzo, yeah, yeah this for dude, sure. yeah, fucking writer over here. Yeah, you know, hey, got uh, notebooks. Yeah, definitely. Well, I've heard your music too. Are you still are you still performing music? Definitely uh, a little smarter than your average bear, right, Boo Boo? Mm-hmm. Is that my, a gay thing? I have no teacher. idea what he just said. Uh, he, Yogi no Bear. Did he just call himself Yogi a bear? bear. And then we I said I'm a little oh, smarter than your average bear. All right, Boo Boo. All right, Boo Boo. He did a Yogi. I don't do so I thought it was a Yogi Bear quote the and a Yogi people, Bear voice. Speaking of the village people, I once had a meeting. It ain't over till it's over. I once had a meet and greet where <laughs> I was I was on the meet and greet with the village people, and they still get up, get out, put on their fucking construction worker gimmick, their YMCA Indian outfit, in do the YMCA. It can't be out the there. original. It was a comedy. Oh yeah, there's about three of they them that are of still going. Oh, that's fucked up. What? That's probably. Don't worry cut. about it. All right, cut that out. <laughs> that's probably cut. <laughs> Thank you. Don't cut that out at all. No, we I got, love it. No, we got to save Mickey's career once an episode. Once <laughs> we get we get once one an episode, mulligan yeah. an episode for yeah. Mickey's but career. But do if Google fact check it. If somebody did die of AIDS in there, then you can leave it. All right, Omri. Fair enough. That's on you. So you <laughs> make a note either way. All right, bud. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, no, Look. I met the village people. Um, great people. Good guys, and I just thought, you know, my dad was a DJ growing up, and I couldn't even tell you how many times I did the YMCA and bar mitzvahs, bar mitzvahs, corporate events, quinceañeras, sweet sixteens, 
you know, not the high schools, back when proms were the shit. I was DJing. You DJed Joe DeFranco's wedding, right? Yes, I did. Get out of here, really? Yes, yeah. I did. Joe like D, we're going to get Joe D on the podcast. Like two turntable and Dude, a fucking not only mic? did I DJ on Joe DeFranco's wedding, I did it while I was in WWE developmental system, and it was the first and only time I left the first year I was in WWE, and I left just for that day to, Fuck yeah. to do the wedding, and then I flew back down to yeah, Florida. Yeah, help out the guy helped you get in there and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's your boy, bro. So, uh, Boy motherfuckers. so Joe got, got married and I had been in WWE developmental system. I don't know. It was like July of 2012. So whenever he got married, probably in late 2012 or early 2013, I was only there for like a year. So I couldn't take any days off. So like I got blessed to go do this one thing and Triple H and Stephanie McMahon were at the wedding. Oh, so yeah. it's funny. That's Joe Defra- one of Joe DeFranco's big clients. Bro, Triple H. what's funny is that Triple H, probably the first time he or stephanie mcmahon ever saw me operate a microphone was at the introductions of joe defranco's wedding no shit yeah. that's pretty funny so you probably put on right there like oh i'm gonna go and bro i had to put right i had i had to go fuck was that your best djing job ever i mean i mean it was an easy crowd bro all you had to do was play music joe's people were ready bro yeah. it was lit but uh you know growing up like jersey shore scene going going out pumping fists you know my dad had ran a DJ company, and my aunts and my uncles and my mom worked there. My dad, so my dad leaves the DJ business. He never leaves though; he's still doing it, but he doesn't want to own one, so he gives it to my uncle to start his own business. And they have the spot. It's um, not posh DJs, is it? No, so Premier DJs, which was shout out Premier DJs. My uncle Ralph still going strong. Uh, they're out there on East Rutherford on Patterson Plank Road and ha- uh, right past uh, Stilettos. On yeah, your way I've to- seen the billboards. I yeah. know exactly what so they are. The, yeah, my, my uncle used to run that place. And so I had DJing in my blood, like music in my blood, the YMCA in my blood. And they were, you know, working a crowd. Got the and, mic and on your hand. Gauging the temperature of an audience and knowing, like, oh, shit, this bride's going to be real pissed because nobody's fucking dancing at her wedding. And she's looking at the DJ like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You got to go put that slow song on, get people up to dance, give some roses out to the ladies. Gentleman's choice dance. Is there actually, okay. like, a science that goes into DJing? Cause Beyond it, us- man. Imagine, you know, people sleep on it. Have you ever been to a good party? Yeah. Thank the fucking DJ. He's keeping it going, right? And, yeah, and yeah. especially have a good Spotify that's, that's playlist. An art, that's like, an yeah. art just like anything especially else. Man, that's especially, art, you know uh, what I mean? I'm God gonna God. end up having a mouthful of these fucking toothpicks. Yeah, these Hell things yeah. are really good. Like five of them at a time. Yeah. yeah. So uh Zippix, baby. Check them out. So my fucking my my pops, you know, doing this, you know, that I didn't realize I was learning a trade. I didn't realize I was learning how you know skill. Yeah. A skill, how to gauge the temperature of a room and what they want to hear. And, like, look around. Like, okay, are these adults or are these children? Are they a mix? And what can you get away with? And what songs do you want to play? You know, you could be at a, a, a high school reunion concert, right? And you got to know what year these motherfuckers graduated and what was hot at that time. Yeah, yeah. And my dad Facts. was the king of that shit, bro. All right. My dad is infamous in New Jersey for being the guy who started DJing really uh, on the local level because it was all bands that did weddings and shit. Right. And my dad started off with records. Like oh, no shit. Records, right? And I remember cases upon cases of records in these in the trunk of his car, you know, in the, his work truck. And then those turning into CDs. And what that time, you know, when CDs would drop on a Friday. Yep. 
you know, you would you would be waiting at line at Sam Goody or Musically Yours or like any Nobody Beats the Wiz. Nobody Beats the Wiz, bro, before Best Buy. And, and hot new music would drop. My dad had always the plugs to get at the front of the you line. You still DJ? Get the newest releases. Do you still do that at all? So no, you not at all. Make, go make a bag. Go do a fucking wedding, right? So my, more DJs your so, wedding. So my pops. Okay. So my pops, right? He would get take every CD he got, and then we would we would take it out of the plastic jewel case because that was too heavy, and we would snip that down into a, a small sleeve of plastic, and then cut the fucking album artwork to have the track listing at the front of the sleeve, wow. and then you'd have to insert that alphabetically into a record, you know, right. bin. And then from the record bin to the CD bin. You didn't have the you didn't have the uh, books yet, the CD like the little CD books. Oh, we had plenty of books. At, by the time you know it was all said and done, yeah. yeah. But you know at the beginning of this thing, and then when it switched to digital, and there was a thing called Virtual DJ that was created, and then Serato and like these programs that we were using back then that are so advanced now. You Serato's just hit a button. Insane. Back when I was mixing, when I was growing up, it was two CDs and or two turntables, and you would have to match match the beats per minute. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of people don't know, I was making music and involved in music long before I was a pro wrestler. So how do you get this opportunity to entertain at that level was like man i've been doing it my whole life and i didn't even know it i was like i ended up writing a top 40 song for the wwe my name is enzo amore and i'm a certified g and a bona fide stud and you can't teach that and this right here this is big Cass, and he's seven foot tall and you can't teach that bada boom realest guys in a room how you doing and if you if you're up against us there's only one word to describe you and i'm gonna spell it out for you s-a-w-f-t sup S-A-W-F-T is just a YMCA. You know what I mean? And I'm just leading the crowd in the fucking YMCA every night. Yeah. In that, in that world. Well, you know, it's like, why? Oh, shit. You're also, but you're also learning. All you're listening to, if you're me, not by choice, is top 40 music. You know what I mean? It's uh-huh. only a matter of time before I write a hit record. But in the meantime, just think about top 40 music. That's all you spin when you want to get people dancing at parties and music that they all know. Mm-hmm. And you're playing fucking Meatloaf, you know, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. Yeah. And you're playing the YMCA and you're playing the Cupid Shuffle and the Cha Cha Slide and the Electric Slide and just things that get everybody up and moving and that everyone knows, you know. And the same beats are getting recycled. Like, uh, what's her name? Coy Leroy has a huge song. Like, I just want to have a good Dua Lipa, just, fucking yeah, Elton John, the right? The same like, beats over and over. It's the same shit over and over <laughs> now, again. Mick, you're a little young man but back in the day de- back Very in the young. day yo uh, you want to you want to have a fucking good friday night back in the day you'd, you'd cruise coconuts or one of these other fucking cd aisles and they'd have like the free listening boots where you and your i remember girl sam would, goody your girl they would, had one at the mall, they, you, the mall you'd be going down the aisles acting like you were gonna buy a bro CD, you want to talk about fucking hustling dude who the fuck taught you how to hustle, bro? I don't know who the fuck taught anybody. I know how I learned to hustle, dude. You can't teach me shit, okay? I was a kid. Before I was even selling weed, I was selling CDs, all right? And so my dad... Burning them? You were burning so them? So my pops was yeah, getting... Yeah, right? He's got a huge catalog. <laughs> my dad's got the yeah, biggest smart. catalog ever. Yeah. And um, he's buying every new record, mm-hmm. including like singles that are dropping and albums. And I'm burning all of them. And I'm also his little bitch errand boy when it comes to this. Like, and I'm always on top of the new music and the pulse too. 
And I'm telling him what's hot, what's not. But at the same time, he's telling me, and he knows what's good. Are you making mixtapes? You mixing? Them I'm up making there? not even mixtapes. I'm just like the Eminem album drops. Mm-hmm. I'm burning a hundred copies. Thing. I'm <laughs> showing up to school the next morning, and Smart every fuck. parent is calling my parents because their kid got a hold of the new Eminem album <laughs> with the fucking curse words all over it. DMX and they're it's pissed hot, off. Hot. Yeah. It's dark and hell's hot. You name it, hot. I was burning yep. the CDs with the curse words. And my dad, I, I got in trouble for it mad times growing up, and then whatever. And that shit phased out eventually, but we were on that Napster shit, downloading yeah. all that shit, and I was burning them and selling them. Were you selling uh, aspirin as ecstasy, too? or No, nah, but, you, you know, that tip? it's crazy. Um, You know, like, I, I mean, everybody around me was doing drugs growing up. Mm-hmm. Everyone. And I am so blessed that I never got into pills. Or cocaine at a young age, these things were taking over my friends' lives. And I was a weed guy, but I couldn't even smoke weed a lot. Thank God you and G don't do cocaine. I would never get a word in edgewise. (laughs) Bro, but I was served Adderall as (laughs) a kid, bro. I was served Adderall and Ritalin as a child. As a child. It's insane. Mm. You chemically predispose They're trying to stuff you in a desk. It's like they're trying to smash you into being a worker bee. This motherfucker don't belong in a desk. I don't belong in a desk. I'm mad I'm at at this desk right now. I usually (laughs) make a stand in the other room. You know what I mean? Yeah. But the for we talked about that shit before the fucking yep. what is it the Prussian military yeah. system they, that's what school is based on yeah. Prussian fucked up the Prussian yeah, military right. system yeah to basically well, break just, us into being you workers say that. it's funny you say that obedience not, not I am royal Prussian descent are you really yes, I will I fuck am. your no fucking shit. military I school I system I bullshit. swear to goodness I'm Bavarian are you really I'm Bavarian no which shit. was I'm modern. Boring? Which was which is modern day <laughs> modern day Germany, I believe, right? Uh, uh, modern day Germany, Prussia, Bavaria, and uh, Bavaria, Bavaria, and uh, the last name von Ludwig, which rings fucking bells. But the castle from Sleeping Beauty was uh, supposed to be left to my family. The von Ludwig bloodline ran through my nanny's dad, who had a duel in in his. His father was the land bearer. G loves the duel. I love this. His, shit. So he was the my my so my so my nanny who raised my dad was his grandmother. So my great grandma. She had a famous dad in Jersey in Union City, known as the Count of Union City. He was the Count in the Prussian modern day everybody knows it as Sleeping Beauty Castle von Ludwig hmm. Castle. He pulled his are we pulling? Are yeah, we pulling it up, Aubrey? What that's the what fuck? I was saying to him. I what are we like, doing here? Pulling this up. So the Sleeping Beauty Castle is the von Ludwig bloodline. <laughs> like that's my yeah. that's my nanny's bloodline, right? Yeah. So what happened was Omri, Ari's, he had Ari's a really du- guy. So he's like, "Fuck your Omri's German high castle. as fuck, bro." I didn't realize Omri's <laughs> such a pothead. That's why I make him so he's a little slow today. <laughs> So this guy had a fucking duel, and they told him, "Hey, you we gotta cut it out. You me. gotta go to America and cool the fuck down, because even though so he has like an Eric the Red story." Huh? So they told him, "Get the fuck out of here. Go to America. Let the shit cool down." He ended up getting married in America and having a wife that was out of the royal bloodline, wow. and they fucking ixnate him and told him to go fuck himself, and wow. he's not allowed to come back home. Mm. And then he became like known as fest. the Count of Union City. Because he was this famous German count. It's like your grandmother was Meghan Markle. That's it. You're I mean, out. I'm related. To, out. I'm related to all those motherfuckers, and I oftentimes think, like you know, on on a 
little conspiracy tip. I wonder if they only let you get where you get because they know something that we don't know about each motherfucker who's alive. You know well, what I'm you, saying? Do you have the right bloodline or not? Yeah, man. Well, I know I do. I know I do. So it's like, well, I mean, did I only get a microphone in my hand on television because they knew I was, of us do. I was of the kin? You know what I mean? I think one of every eight people in Asia can trace their uh, lineage back to uh, Genghis Khan. Yeah. So, yeah. It was a... I mean, yeah, that Mongol. It might be like eight yeah. of everybody Mongol in the fuck. world, actually. Dude, that dude fucked. That guy that fucked. Dude that fucked. dude fucked. Kem- yeah. Semi-consensually at best. At best. <laughs> oh, he didn't. Yeah. you kidding me? Yeah. Have you? He has one of the most badass quotes of all time. Does he? Of all time. He, he gets he to He had the, one of the most badass existence of oh, all time. Oh, yeah. He goes to... Uh, Omri, look this up where this was. But he goes to the, the, uh, the walls of a city. And the city is basically like, God will, you know, don't come in the city. We are protected by God. God will smite you. And he responds back. He goes, I am the damnation God sent for you. All of your sins are the reason I am here now. Repent. And that's it. Yeah, that's, that's that, cold. That, dude, yeah, he, it was said, like, he would say, let me in or I'm going to build a river through and wipe you guys off uh, existence. I'm going to destroy your castle. I'm just build, I'm going to dam a river and let it run through here. Yeah. Because fuck you guys. He basically I'm, started. I'm going to make you disappear He forever. basically started the Black Plague. He was like the originator of biological warfare. He would take sick people. He would take the sick from his camps. Put them in a fucking catapult and catapult them into the fucking <laughs> some early biological yes. warfare. He's like, hey, I got a little. Yeah, you I love this. I got, history. I got a little something. I got a little something for you. This history lesson is out of trebuchet. I mean, I just oh, spoke, yeah. I just spoke to Jay right before we came oh, in this here. Is my, this is Lay my, it on me. This is my job. The origination baby. of biochemical warfare yeah. was putting humans in this catapults and swinging yeah. them into town. Yeah. Yeah. Imagine you look up and you see a fucking human flailing their arms at you. Yeah. Oh my god! I think here's my stand-up bit yeah. if I hit the Dude, this is, this is what's... Dude, history is wild. Okay, I'm going. Hey, history maybe, you, don't, maybe you guys didn't hear about it, but uh, I just found this out earlier today. Dogs laid eggs. Yeah. How about that? What? Right? Yeah. That's a family guy thing. No. I'm just saying. I just found out the humans were fucking catapulted yeah. uh, into town. Oh, that was a family how... guy joke? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I missed it. just found out. I always thought that dogs... Late eggs. <laughs> I learned something today. Yeah. <laughs> something ridiculous happens in Family Guy on the yeah. television screen, and then they just pan to Peter sitting with his family, and he just nonchalantly goes, you know what? Uh, I always thought that uh, dogs laid eggs, so I think I learned something new today. Uh, Omri, are we pulling anything up in this episode, or are we just kind of like... I'm letting you talk. Okay. I mean, oh, by the way, the, the quote... Dude, one of my favorite Peter Griffin up. moments of all time. Tell me, you know, I hope you know it, because uh. nobody really knows it, right? He's fucking sitting in a movie theater randomly with Meg. Just They do that flash pan, you know? And he's looking up, and Channing Tatum is dressed up like that Step Up movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Fuck, dude! I don't even remember what he said. <laughs> he, said he started that. this. This is my favorite quote. I don't <laughs> remember what he said. It's my favorite. Oh, I forget what he said. Oh no, I know exactly what he says. I always say it. He he looks up and Channing Tatum says something ridiculous about the movie, like that describes all of these types of movies. Yeah, right. And then he like he gets the girl, and Peter Griffin just looks up with Meg, and she and he goes, "Good for you." <laughs> Good for you. <laughs> that was it. Good for it was you, just Channing the most Tatum. random fucking pan to Channing Tatum in a movie theater, and the only response he's got is good for you. Family guy's fucking good. Good for Omri, you. What, what's good the shit. quote? What's the Chinggis Khan quote? Ah, oh, there we go. If you had not committed great sins, God would not have sent a punishment like me upon you. 
And by the way, his descendant count is at 16 million. Oof. uh, Meaning one in 200 people in the world. In the world. In the world. That's half a percent. We got our modern day Kangas Khan. They made a Netflix documentary about that fucking doctor, that scumbag fuck that was artificially inseminated on a bitch's own jizz. Yes. Oh, man. That's cold blooded, bro. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they were they were paying for like they were paying for like Ivy League sperm, and he's just like, I got some Ivy League sperm for you. Yeah, yeah I'm paying for a little. Uh, I want some pro athlete sperm. I got some pro athlete sperm. For Everybody, you. I got it all. Yeah, this guy's just ah! all these people just fucking coming out the woodwork related Shit. to each other. Fuck. Yeah. He's Holy he's shit. trying to create the new Iceland, right? That's like the, like was it Iceland, Omri, where you have fertility doctor used his own sperm to inseminate women? Lawsuit says, <laughs> yeah, this, hey, he's a doctor. This guy was so, out you of know, control. You got that? That yeah, dude. They'll make a special about anything that's fucked up like that. Dude, what's nuts is somebody donated sperm, and the kid somehow sued him and got child support. He donated sperm. Oh damn! And and that's the, a good the ass woman, lawyer, bro. The woman yeah, was inseminated, and then he ha- he was forced to pay child support. He was like, "Duh, fuck." Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to help out it. people. Yeah, I just need to pay my rent. Yeah, <laughs> oh, just, wow. yeah. yeah, dude. That's hey, wild. Get, I, yeah, I heard some shit. I don't know if we want to get into it. But, this is what the show is, bro. Let's hey, get into it, it, motherfucker. Hey, bro, I heard that the, the unvaccinated jizz is going for some big money. That's, oh, that's that, big. Facts. That seems to be the thing. That's Is that facts. really true? Yeah, there's there's big a market facts. for what they call the pure bloods, man. The pure blood. There's a market for it out there. And if you're royal too, I wonder how that works out. <laughs> if you're royal, if you got that if royal you're royal royalty in your and your pure blood, that royal, royal bloodline, blood yeah. and the pure pure blood. Yes, that's what now, we're called now. Now, what's, hey, speaking of royals, yeah, that's, and, that's and, like the real douchey way. Let's, like the, let's uh, go. The let's unvax or like let's go bloods, into the the royals, uh, bro. So. You maybe know about this. Like, what is the descendants of, like, Game of Thrones based on dragon's blood and dragon royal blood, right? And well, it's it, based on the War and of the, the Roses. And, so what's going on with it's, that? It's based on the War of the Roses. What is that? The War of the Roses. Let me take a piss and then break this down for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the War of the Roses is basically, uh, it's the, the, the Yorks and the Lancasters. Uh, and I believe it it ushered in the Tudor dynasty, you know, which the Tudor dynasty ended up giving us like King. Henry so VIII we all know who won people. that war. Yorks have New York, and Lancaster, Pennsylvania, seems like a shithole, don't it? <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, we all know who lucked out there. Yeah, but York, the York P- family. I was like, at first, I was going like, it's York supposed PA to be is the biggest, New Amsterdam. The biggest but then they cha- I I had a, I, <laughs> so York versus Lancaster was when I played in. Uh, in the Atlantic League was our big rivalry and there was a girl that would come up to us before the game and like flirt with us and she would just pull her lip down and said fuck me tattooed inside of her lip Mm. Yeah, and she, and she, like, tried. she half was sent. The, half the league has girl. the same story. She she was <laughs> she was sent from the other team to come get you guys. Give you guys what the class. old school. Sure, old yeah. school. They got pills and creams for everything. Ah, old school. Ah, Lawrence Taylor would send. Whoa, we just talked about this on the last episode. Yeah, oh, Lawrence it's LT. okay now. Send you a hooker over. Last episode on Monday. Oh, oh, I get it now. Yeah, we were just talking about that, but we but as it turns out, scientifically, it raises your testosterone. 
So Falcon? This, the idea of saving your legs. Women weak and legs rock. Well, no wonder I never lost bullshit. that title, bro. I had to, <laughs> I know a few ladies that won that yeah. thing. You know what I mean? Hey, down. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, we were saying it's probably, the, it's probably the Coke and the whiskey you're doing champagne till 5 o'clock in the morning that weaken the legs more than, yeah. the, uh, more than the, the ripping and the tearing. Yeah, I mean, well, LT also played on crack. Yes. Which is performance awesome. enhancer. Absolutely. Gotta be a performance Gotta enhancer. Be. Awesome. Crackheads yeah. are strong. I mean, imagine I couldn't imagine. Across. I never smoked crack, but I couldn't imagine not dying of a heart attack if I even ran one like 40 yard sprint. <laughs> like this guy. What? Like too much coffee makes me. Burp, 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 oh, burp. yeah. Oh, Gotta yeah. run it off when you feel that. Yeah. You, you would think like PCP or Angel Dust would be. Oh, like, bro. Like, remember like, when we were growing up, dude? Like <laughs> fucking all them when they were coming out with all the. Uh, all the pre-workouts? Oh, yeah. Bro, yeah. I wonder what kind of long-term effects them things have. Animal pack. Fucking, bro, Fuck my, yeah. my boys were snorting that shit. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, that Jack 3D <laughs> shit. Yeah, there was yeah. a shit called T-Bomb that was awesome. Oh, bro, yeah. T-Bomb. Dude, you name it, over the counter, we were popping them. Yeah. Fucking back in the day. You take we this growing up, Go to shit. GNC, anything that would make me stronger. Oh, yeah. If you sold it at GNC, it was sure. legal. It was okay. It was fine. Obviously yeah. good. Fucking assholes. Anything the government says is good for you is good for you. Yeah, that's 100. what we know. That's, that's 100. That's what I've learned to know. I trust the Speaking science. of governments, where did that first one start up in uh, overseas there in Europe? You're talking about Charlemagne, the first ever king? Oh, you're Prussian. Your your Prussian background, you can probably trace your lineage all the way back to Charlemagne, the uh, the the ho- first Holy Roman Emperor. So this motherfucker, Charlemagne the God, is just walking around fucking impersonating a white Charlemagne. guy. He's wa- Charlemagne. impersonating a white guy. Yeah, Charlemagne is uh, the 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 original king of Europe, also known as Charles the Great. I do know English, that Africa- who refused to speak in a silly French accent. Oh wow. Well, I do I like know that uh, Africa was discovered or conquered by a Greek guy named Africanus. Uh, that was long after the Macedonian guy took the north of it, Alexander the Great. Oh, I love to hear this. Alexander. So you're, so, you're so, tracing but this, but this started uh, with Charlemagne, Charlemagne back to he's was like became a big Prussian influence. Like you were doing that with mine. So was he before the Mongols? Some other guy that made uh, the, probably around the, the same Germanics. Time. Charlemagne and the Mongols probably around the same time. Uh, not not very far off, huh? I'm noticing a trend here. The What's way that? you're tr- you're you're tracing the Prussian history back to these like dope like like uh, Roman soldiers, yes. or kings. Yep. You did the same thing with mine. Who is the guy that was to Germanic? Oh, the Germanic uh, tribes. Well, there's you, you two. Dropped, I was researching that guy. There's after two. Arminius, Arminius, who's also known as Herman, Someone and else. Odoacer. That sounds like Odoacer. a motherfucking The guy you talked about was Armenius. The Eastern Roman Empire. Was what? Armenius. Odoacer. Sure. Positive. Armenius is the guy that double-crossed Rome. Does he have an AKA like Enzo Herman. over here? Herman. In German, in German, they call him Herman. Okay. So give me, give me the. Uh, so let's start. Where do you start? Ancient what history Egypt? lesson you want? You Who? start with ancient Egypt, right? Sure. Yeah. You know what's nuts? Then how do you get Egypt? to Charlemagne? I'll, I'll tell you something crazy about ancient Egypt. All right. And this kind of, maybe, I'm just weird. This blows my mind. Maybe you guys, I don't know. But Cleopatra. Last, is, last, last queen pharaoh. Yes. Yeah. Is born closer to the invention of the iPhone than she is to the building of the Great Pyramids. That's how fucking old those things are. Oh, I believe that, yeah. That's, no, that's nothing to me. Oh. The Great oh, you Pyramids. You think I never heard of Graham Hancock? Come on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's fucking go. So uh, let's keep this thing yeah. rolling with it. So the... ancient Egypt was like what eight thousand so, years ago? So it goes from Cleopatra 
to Rome uh, was two thousand to, to fucking Rome goes from well Cleopatra was Greek first of all that's a, uh, Caesar she fucked who yeah they Caesar made a movie and Mark Antony but there's a lot of people who think Cleopatra like she looks like an Egyptian would look today she was Greek and they interbred so Ptolemy who was I believe Alexander's uh, general they for for winning. Uh, you know Alexandria and the northern a lot of northern Africa. He was granted these places, and then the Greeks interbred, and then they kept the uh, they kept the, the the Pharisee to themselves. So it'd be like you know brother sister king queen husband type shit. It was really weird. Oh, so it was all inbreds. Yeah, like Egyptian a lot of people don't know. Ramses had like red hair. Ramses was a ginger. Like a lot of people don't know this. So like Moses escapes. Ramsey was like a, a ginger. So so Moses. Who the fuck's pull, Ramsey? Pull up pull up a picture of Ramses, Omri. What's Ramses? Who's that? The emperor that Moses escaped for and then did uh, forty. What was it? Forty uh, years in the desert and. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I got a brush. So he was, I got a brush was, up Moses on my, uh, my old was the beginning of that. It was the beginning of uh, like the opposite end of Cleopatra. Yeah, Moses is the beginning of. The Jewish uh, autonomy outside of Egypt. So Egypt uh, used the Jews as slaves to build the pyramids and stuff. Although there's some, you know, it was actually probably more of like a socialist agreement. Like what we would consider modern socialism. Like I'll give you housing and food and you work on my thing. And they weren't actually slaves. There's some there's some uh, debate about that. Okay. Um, and they were just turning a dog into a human head is what they were doing, right? Because that very was interesting. already there. Uh, that's that a, Sphinx was already there. That's babe. a very interesting theory. That's a very interesting theory that, you know. It's either they, a lion or a dog, right? They say the Sphinx and then yeah. they turn the head into a um, a cap and gown there Something strange Well that's Now you're getting into Beautiful conspiracy theories When you're talking about Like the Tartarian mud flow And these lost uh, These lost civilizations That you know That were highly advanced And the whole uh, Atlantean theory Like you know We talked about this before Like wait So humans went from a cave uh, For 200,000 years And then Oops Civilization And then yeah. 10,000 years later Hey we're fucking Interstellar We can go to the moon Something don't make sense Right Like the, like the timeline Just doesn't really so match up So what do you up. think We got some alien jizz Fucked into us and That's probably my favorite one Like the Prometheus oh. theory That's probably my favorite yeah. one Where like you know Jesus what's was the an most alien likely That one? came back And was like Hey guys What are you guys doing down here what, ah, Fuck you What's the most likely one uh, the most likely one is probably it's just a glitch in the matrix, and it's this is the well, way I'll tell evolution you what, works. Speaking of glitches in the matrix, like you've seen, like the NBA players all doing the same thing. That video clip, of, like, yeah, where people are like, like walking dude, at the same, like, yeah, like time, doing yeah. the same exact, like, so they look like back, same like facial, like guys, background people in video games. But you guys don't think that that's like. Editing, you don't think that those things are edited? I you think, think, it, I, I think, I think that we're happens. in somewhat of a video game at times. I believe God is the creator, right? God, God. So you believe in thing. like the simulation theory? I don't know that that's no. As yeah, a fact, bro, I, I'd look, be I so believe mad. in God. I'd be so mad if you I, could, I, I you could just turn God, my metabolism but, up and you turned it off. Fuck you, simulation. But I just, uh, man, I know there's 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 a higher being. We, I've smoked DMT. You so, for one hundred percent, you one hundred percent in your heart of hearts believe that there is a a, a higher being. Yeah, man. And there's not only that, I think it's, there's, there's like numer there's like numbers involved in it on a grand scale and it's a matrix to a degree and you what can do you break mean on, you can break on through it. Like you can follow signs and God will talk to you. Like you, you, your intuition will guide you in directions that 
they're not coincidences. I don't believe in coincidences. Like I'll give you an example. Like the day my grandmother died, I had been praying for something to happen. And then I got the call that I was booked in Madison Square Garden the day she died. So within like mm. two hours of my grandma dying, I get a phone call and they're like, hey, you're doing Madison Square Garden. And that's the first time I'd done it with Big Cass. And it's like, whoa, yeah. holy shit. That's like, like the shit. baby, right? As his, his dad died, he he got a, he was like with his like family and stuff. He got a call from someone thinking they were just going to be like condolences. Uh, or, or it was the other way around where he was, he his biggest, he just became like his record just went platinum or whatever. He like, he, he's viral. He's about to be big time famous, just made it. And he gets a call like that. His dad died at the same time. Like, it's like, it was almost like a given the duality. Take, you know of, what I mean? Uh, yeah. The duality of it all. Uh, dude, it's, it's, and then there's dude, there's levels to life that are just so inexplicable and there's so much going on on a grander scale, and I do believe that there's demons. I believe that there's angels. I believe that there's on Earth interdimensional. Uh, and uh, you know, I'm you saying I'm, on and Earth, I also, bro. And I also don't put. Are you saying on Earth there's angels and demons, or like just in the like heaven and hell? In the dimensions that we all exist in, whether we know it or don't. When you're sleeping and you're in the deepest form of REM sleep and that shit is going on in your brain, that dream you're having, I've had that same thing happen when I've smoked DMT. DMT. Huh? So what? where are you? What are you doing? What, what, what spirit, what entity? Have you ever had somebody that you're so close with that you're thinking of? And call you? They call you. Yeah. You were dreaming yeah. about yeah. them and they were dreaming about you. Yeah. You're like, holy shit. So there's a connectivity. I believe all humans are connected, like you said. Right. There's genetic codes. You know, it's like when they performed an experiment on a chicken coop where they flew the shadow of a rocket and and an airplane over the head and the sound of it a million times. And then they hang. And then one time they show the shadow of a hawk over top and all these chickens that were just hatched lose their minds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the genetic... This, this reminds me of the, of the conversation that we had at the end of uh, one of the podcasts we filmed where at, at the end we were, we were kind of arguing about a point whether... Uh, like we were talking about the connectivity and then when we got off, you, you uh, like we continued to talk about it. Sure. And... We were saying it was when you we're, I was saying like you're you're like it's dangerous to talk like that because you're capping people's like uh, yeah, potential bel- in their brain. In your unlimited human potential. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Believing in your. Exactly. So the same way, like a kid, if he like you were saying Omri with basketball, like Omri can never play NBA. But then certain people can just fucking miraculously grow a foot. A, a, a lady whose kid's stuck under a car, she could just pick that shit up because of the adrenaline adrenaline rush or whatever it is. Mm. There's just so much untapped human potential. Like we don't know. That's why, like with the connectivity, you're thinking about yeah, someone. Dude, and they call yo, you. There's, a there's so much. There's like the the there's some there's so there's so much more out there than we even know, and that we're I think capable of because partially, and this I learned from David Deve, we lost a lot of our nature, us being in touch with nature, us living outside in those caves and shit, and you know what I mean, being able to like feel danger, being able to feel and hunt food. If you had to go out and hunt food, if there was no food, you'd have a tough time, right? No. You'd be you'd do it easily. Yeah, you go find it's your like, deer. It's like one of the very first things I figured out. How to, I, I, you know, right, I know, I know what how are you to gonna make... do? You know how to bait a deer, or you we gonna? You're not gonna <sighs> exhaust hunt it like we used to. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not chasing that deer for that long. No, you're not I, doing it that way. You think you do? You 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 work smart, not hard. I'd set traps. I trap. Yeah, yeah. I'd be Put a some carrots you know, out. The, what's the Where fir- get them carrots what's, from? What's the first le- uh, word in the Bible? Uh, it's four, isn't it? No, for well, God. Just what's the very first word? 
I don't know. I am the Lord thy God. And. And? And, and so. And. I should know this. And God said, let there and be. Gets, uh, and God said, let there be light. That's correct. So, yeah. so and backwards is DNA. Okay. But it was probably written in a different language at first. Yeah. The, the first in word in the Bible is Bereshit, which means in the beginning. In the beginning. There Do you was, look this up or you darkness. just know that because you know in your shit? Begin- no, I knew it, but I also looked it up to make sure. Yeah. In the beginning, there was darkness and God said, let there be light. Um, in the beginning? Yeah. Let me well, in, the, in the in the King James Bible. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm talking about the other Bible. Yeah. Said the one that's in the backseat of my yeah. car, <laughs> which has also been it's a you know uh, a two thousand year old game of uh, telephone. It started sure. out oh, in, yeah. in Aramaic. Sure. I mean, and then yeah, went it's one hundred percent. How could you ever be so sure? Greek about and then went to Latin, thing. and now it's in exactly. English. But think about that. It went just the, the translation, right? You go from Hebrew to Aramaic to Greek to Latin to English. To old English to new English. So I, I know a little history, I do believe. Uh fuck. Who was it that summoned all the people to Rome? Con- uh Constantine. Constantine the, the Council made, of Nicaea. Yeah, Constantine. We don't even need Google, Omri. We got fucking Gerardo. Yeah, don't yeah, be afraid. Yeah. Hey, don't shit. be afraid to check me shit. though and throw it up. No, there. but that's no. correct. So Constantine made everybody from Europe basically yeah. come together, send everyone to Rome. Yes. That's a that's that can translate and Correct. turn it into one language. And you know this because you're a big slick and thick podcast fan, and we had the great Ruslan on, who is turning into one of the the, the foremost Christian. You know Ruslan? You fuck and, with him. You would you would like, like Ruslan him. heavy, really really good dude. And I pressed him hard, um, and he was great. And we had a great debate about this. I see the Council of Nicaea, and frankly, I see the New Testament as a treaty. I think I find it more political than religious. It's a treaty between the monotheistic new Eastern Rome and the old pagan Western Rome. And it's a brilliant way to bring these two cultures together under one banner, you know, and then, you know, little by little, there's some notes in there that are like, you know, here Jesus is this radical. Jesus is a radical. They said that that Constantine. And And the first thing Jesus says, right, is give unto Caesar what is Caesar's. Jesus, who goes to the temple, flips over the money changers, yeah, is willing to die. He calls them all idolaters, but also was like, hey, pay your taxes. Nah, I don't know. Sus. No. So beyond that, I, I heard who was the famous artist at the time with that underground tunnel that was constructed during the time of Constantine as well. There was, was it Michelangelo? And, no, and, and they were not, a part not of- then. They were a part of a world where pedophilia amongst little boys, in like it was it was normalcy. Yeah, that's Greek. That's yeah, very, it was very, con- yeah. it was considered manly to yeah. have a fucking like boy lover. Yeah, like yeah. that's actually, Patrocles and Achilles. Right yeah, there. it's very actually very it, recent. Like the concept of pedophilia. Yeah, as being no, but there's there's a group of Michael. I think it's. Da Vinci. It's, da Vinci. No, that's who it is. Zombies. It's that same time period as Constantine. It, uh, it, is it? I think he's a little later. He's during the Renaissance. I think he's he's a little later. I think he's about. I think we're we're off by the artists are. And who's Raphael? I just what know that, that he painted Jesus he to look like right. he. This guy is accused painter of, too. Yeah, like you know. All right. The name of the artist that painted the picture of modern day Jesus was some was was financed by Constantine, and it was a portrait of his gay lover. In fact, that's that's what's said. 
Yeah, I don't I mean, believe. Uh, hey, look, I'm not saying I believe it. To there be there true. was, a, well, there's also a bunch believe of Constantines. The same way there was like, you know, King George the first, the second, the third. There was a lot of Constantines. So you might be right. It just might not. We might, might not be might talking be about the same. Michelangelo. It's Michelangelo's lover that's painted to look like Jesus. Watch this. I guarantee. I'll look it up. Which is interesting because Jesus actually probably looked like Jason Manzukas. Is if I mean the closest we can get to it is probably like Jason Manzukas from the league. You know what I'm oh, talking yeah, about? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, from from Rafi uh, in the league. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's That's probably funny. as close as we can actually like. You know, but I, dude, we talked about it with Ruslan. I love the idea of a non, uh, a non, theological Jesus. Like just Jesus the man is so impressive as a radical as as a an entity. I mean this guy is a bastard. Caesar son. Borgia. Caesar Borgia. Caesar Borgia was supposedly the current depiction of Jesus was actually based on Caesar Borgia. Really? Oh, uh, if you're going to go to the screen right da- there. Rumored as the... Da Vinci's gay lover. No shit. Rumored that? as Da Vinci's gay no lover. Shit. If you like this stuff, have you ever heard the, the beautiful looking Jesus that we all know with the long hair? And... Yeah. Well, that makes sense because he's he's much more effeminate and European than he he ever would have been at the time. But yeah, I just yeah. Uh, have you have you ever heard of the theory of Pantera? Are you familiar with that? At no. All? This is a, but this I know is who the fucking band are. <laughs> yeah. Walk, and, and baby. A, and apparently the band does it. There's some there's some argument about whether the band takes their name from this or not. But there's this theory of pull this up, Omri. Pantera. Pantera, as the guy that they know for a fact was the Roman soldier who raped Mary and is the father of Jesus, the actual father of Jesus, is a guy named Pantera. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, Tiberius Julius Abdus Pantera was a Roman Phoenician soldier born in Sidon whose tombstone was found in Binderbrook, Germany. In 1859, a historical connection from this soldier to Jesus has long been hypothesized by numerous scholars based on the claim of the ancient Greek philosopher, I'm going to call that Celsus, who according to Christian writer Origen in his Against Celsus, blah, 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 blah. Anyway, very, very long story short, and also let's remember, talking about historical time and pedophilia, I believe Mary was 13 when she gave uh, birth to Jesus at the time. So uh, poor Mary, raped by a Roman soldier, to me, this sets the stage for what happened next in a way that my mortal mind can understand it. Imagine, put it into today's con- conceptual terms. Here your teenage mother was raped by an occupying force. An occupying right. force takes over America. And one of those soldiers rapes your mother. And you grow up with a father who hates you because every time he looks at you, he sees his raped wife, half-brothers and sisters. And you see your people, your people, the Jewish people, kowtowing to this occupying force and kicking up to them and, and allowing Pontius Pilate to rule over the land and, and you're you're charging your own people to exchange money into the Roman money and it and they're keeping the difference. Jesus is like, fuck this shit. Fuck this. Whether you believe he's the son of God or not, he's a bad motherfucker. He hung out with hookers. He hung out with thieves. He got this very this merry band of men together and went around the countryside going, hey, fuck Rome. Fuck our, our overlords who love Rome. Let's go to Jerusalem and kick these motherfuckers to the curb. None of that matters. All we got is us. But a nonviolent, nonviolent measures. Yeah, like a Martin Luther until, King. Like, like a fucking Gandhi. Yeah, yeah. Until, it, until it came time to, to stir the pot. 
until it came time to flip over some tables and fuck with the money. The big story about Jesus from a, from a political standpoint is government will let you say whatever you want to say. The second you fuck with the money, your ass goes up on the cross. Mm. Big bank always wins. So this is blasphemy to any Christian or Jew or even Muslim listening to this. You know, I apologize for nothing because I'm, I'm, I'm welcome to my opinion as well. And you can get in the comments and tell me where you think I'm wrong from a historical perspective, not from a theoretical perspective. You tell me what I got wrong. Uh, but, as a Jew, I can say that we definitely do not care if you talk shit about Jesus. You can do that all day long. We will support you. And yeah. I will not. As a Christian, yeah. I will not. I got, and I will stand up for Jesus yeah. in my moment right here. I in, have to. In, in fairness, for Grandma, Jews, for for all my family members. In fairness, I just Omri, think the that uh, way worse look it. We can we can to Jesus. You can. <laughs> I just uh, I just like to look at my grandma as an example of someone who is a great woman who. Went to church every day and prayed. This to won't God. fly in Gerard's comments. And, and 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 I just and she just prayed every day for the world to be a better place. She had six kids. She raised them with God as their yeah. backbone, and they were all good people who had kids. And I have seventeen cousins. She had thirty five grandchildren and great grandchildren when she died. And uh, when she was dying in her late eighties, I looked at her and she was she couldn't have been happier with how her life had turned out. And she said she owed it all to God. So so I'm just gonna say. Grandma lived until she was 80, had 35 grandchildren, lived a blessed life, and I'm just happy. You know, it was funny. I used to bear the burden of a family. Imagine middle class means nobody ever had a lot, and everybody always helped each other out when they needed to. And I always was like, oh, man, until everybody's a millionaire, until everybody's good, until I'm famous, until I'm... I'm It'll I'm, never be enough, though. That, you know? That's a sliding scale. And she, just, treadmill. and she just kind of, you know reassured me that that's not what life's all about and that mm. she she died happy so to that point I, i'll say this um there's theoretical and then there's practical application and although i'm probably close closer to an atheist than i am to a christian i far more enjoy being around christians than atheists i think they're better people they're more well yeah when you just have god as your backbone it's good there's just god is another word for good just put another o in it like you're just promoting being a good person. Mm -hmm. That's what you're doing. So I try to never, ever, ever like judge anybody based on their religion, ethnicity, bullshit, sexual orientation. I don't give a fuck about that shit, man. I'm not worried about being a Christian that upholds to the standards of a book written thousands of years ago that we don't have exact clarification on. And I know that there's Christians that would crucify me for saying that, but at the same token, I'm just cognizant of the fact that if someone is born in you know the fucking south american jungle that had never heard of jesus or this book in their life and they die in their 60s or 70s never having heard of jesus or this book in their entire life you mean to tell me they're going to hell yeah like i just i don't i don't subscribe to that so you you understand where the theoretical you know understanding of an evangelical trying to well, that, that's what turned Push, me off uh, as a kid. Like, I, I the mean, idea the, of Sky the, Cop judging the, the, the idea of right. hell and people dying and burning forever and and that that is what scares true evangelicals and Christians into trying to push this onto other people in a way that is scary to people most people cognitive dissonance they don't want to hear that they're going to hell for their sins they're like oh fuck that you know so it, it's it's 
Man, you can go on forever about all of the you know whys and and what's when it comes. But you to feel religion, very visceral but. about this. Like you, do you feel like you talked about the angels and the demons earlier? Like Mick was asking, do you think you've interacted with them? Have you? Have you? You, you seem to have. Well, feel I can like tell you've you, seen them. I've, uh, I've experienced things that are that are surreal in my life, like almost like an intuition telling me right from wrong, and and a conscience that weighs heavy on me. Mm-hmm. And you know, when I'm out mixing it up with the demons, I can feel them. You know what I mean? Whether I'm out at the bar with the spirits, bro, the wine and the spirits, right? They call it spirits for a reason. Mm-hmm. You fucking mm-hmm. let the demons enter your body. I believe that you genuinely put demons into your body, whether it be through vape and whether it be through smoking a cigarette or putting fucking processed foods into your body. I believe that they could potentially exist within those things to enter the confines of your mind chemically to produce thoughts that are, you know, like we perceive as depression or anxiety. It's like, yeah, if you're eating a lot of bad shit and you're putting a lot of bad fucking, you know, you are what you eat in a sense. Uh, If you're putting a lot of negative energy into your body, you're going to produce negative thoughts, and that's godly in a sense. So it's interesting. It's it's also, you know, like, hey, I have to say, man, like I had no idea – that there was a purple, uh, I mean, a blue elephant with like six arms in Hindu religion. Yeah. And I saw that motherfucker. Is that Shiva? Is that Shiva, Amit? No, that's Ganesh. 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 I saw Ganesh before I ever knew Ganesh so, existed. Don't be afraid to throw it up on the, on the screen, Amri. I saw Ganesh in my fucking bedroom on DMT, sitting at the end. Right when I smacked the shit out of it, I took the third, like, huge hit, and right before I fell back, I looked up and started seeing Ganesh before I closed my eyes. And I didn't know it existed. And then I was listening to a Joe Rogan podcast, and they were describing Ganesh, and I was like, wait a second, and I Googled it. I've seen I was this like, motherfucker. Holy smokes. That's something to be said. And then, you know, like Sturgill Simpson, an artist I like, uh, a musician, he's a Joe Rogan guy, and he's been on his podcast, and he said he smoked DMT, and in a great song that he has about smoking DMT, um, Turtles All the Way Down by Sturgill Simpson, he says, I saw Jesus, you know, like when he was smoking DMT. So if you saw a Hindu god, did that shake your faith in Christianity? Uh, no. I feel that I I think that there's a, a there's truth to like everything you've ever heard. I really believe that. I believe that you know if if you've done hallucinogenics, I believe that that's an eye opening experience in and of itself, and you need to be more receptive. And I always come out of it feeling more loving or better about myself. Usually, I haven't I haven't tripped on anything since the last time I smoked DMT, which was like two or three years ago. Yeah. Um, I had a terrible experience the last time I smoked DMT. Really? And I don't ever want to... I experienced what I would perceive it's like to commit suicide, Mm. die, wake up, and then wonder if that happened in another fucking... In another world, on another plane, and if you did that thing in that world, and then you came to... I had an experience... I I was... Dude, I knocked over everything. I did flips in the chair by doing tricep push-ups and spinning in the chair I was with. And I had an eyewitness who saw the whole thing. I I hit the ground and started doing, like, exorcism-type movements. I came back. I sat back in the chair, looked over at my bro, and I was like, yo, did I leave the chair? And he was like, he looked like he saw a ghost. He was like, (laughs) and he described everything, and then I kind of remembered that happening, and I was mortified by it and the experience of it mm. and haven't tripped on anything since. I mean, I've microdosed mushrooms 
but like I won't I won't eat an eighth of mushrooms. Like that's are you is it because you're afraid? Me. You're afraid to go back I in think, there. You're afraid it's gonna like change you in your or you're, it's gonna scar you. I just think in a that uh, I just think that I was in a terrible place mentally at the time. Mm, that's a big part of it. I was the height of COVID. The world was shook up. It was like you know, like fucking the world sucks right now. Let me smoke DMT and see what happens. And I was drinking. I was like already like drunk. So just which is a depressant too and like uh my my tag team partner in pro wrestling was trying to kill himself Cass big Cass and like I had those weird thoughts in my brain of like what he was going through and then being an addict because he was addicted to alcohol that was how he was trying to kill himself Really and uh he, he's I've I've read that he's, he's in the like, best shape of his life he's well, he's on the other end of the like bro he is the poster boy for how to persevere he's just back a sidebar and then i want to get back to what you were talking about I've, I've also read that he's like a remarkably intelligent individual yeah like nyu grad like a doctor or something he can he yeah he he had a pre-med degree at nyu uh he played basketball at nyu brilliant mind that like most like brilliant minds are, are mad for and, sure. and we don't even understand it and I didn't understand depression or anxiety or what he was going through because I didn't really experience it in my life. And then when I watched him experience it, like, and and he went off to, you know, better himself and get in the position he's at where he's on television in the best shape of his life, engaged to be married. Like, he's he's just, oh, my God, what a story. But, bro, like, watching him go through that, bro, that shit devastated me. Feel a little helpless. Like, you, you, like there's nothing oh, you can my do God, right? yeah, bro. Like, it was devastating to me. To watch my best friend, a guy I traveled on top of the world with, helpless is the word. Yeah. And uh, then I'm then I'm then I'm in a place where I'm like, oh, let me smoke some DMT. Like mm. fucking bro, the experience I had on that day. Like you need to be in the best place cognitively to probably experience the best that DMT has to offer. Yeah, uh, maybe I maybe maybe be... I'm wrong. Maybe maybe I I'm think sometimes wrong. sometimes there's a. You can, they say, like therapeutically, you go and you kind of turn intrinsic and you kind of battle your demons on that stuff. But a lot of times, it can knock you on your fucking ass. A lot ass. of people are talking about like, ketamine these days too. Yeah. I, that was when I was younger. Like people were doing K. Oh fuck that! Now there's these people fuck that are like that. microdosing. So I could say on on uh, and I'd like to hear your perspective too. When I bro, when I, I saw a guy smoke K going to a K hole. You know what this is? Well, well, let me let me say something. Yeah. Real quick. When I when I've taken mushrooms, I've like and even doing DMT. I've, you did DMT also? Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think I like broke through like some like some people do like they go into a thing. But I just remember seeing like little like almost like beings above me, and the same thing, I, same feeling I got with mushrooms. Where so there's been times on mushrooms, it's been the happiest I've like ever been. Like you just feel, yeah, you feel so good. You feel so in touch with the world. You understand the world. But both times I had the a great resounding feeling of everything's okay. Everything's gonna be okay. Everything is out, everything's out here for you. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you just gotta. You just gotta go and get it. What, and it's, what was the impetus for you to, there. to smoke DMT? Like, what made you want to do it? Is this something that you were just, interested in, or? Um, no, it wasn't something I, I was. It wasn't something I ever really seeked out. It, it was an opportunity. For people that to me. don't know, you're not a drug guy. It's not like you're. Not not, you barely drink. Like yeah. I mean, so. Well, yeah, I uh, no, I don't fuck with really like I've never snorted anything. Like I don't, you know, I've I don't I haven't popped any pills. Like no pills, no powders. No pills, no uh, powders. Exactly. Never, I, but I, I, it, the opportunity was there, and I understood. I, you know, I tried mushrooms, and I, I saw the way like that. Like it, it definitely expanded my brain. It gave me a different perspective, and gave me good, resounding good feelings. 
And I tried DMT and I had the same I had the same Rashad Evans thing. loves shout out and I love Rashad Evans. He's a great dude, but he loves mushrooms. Well, he, he works with Unlimited Sciences, who I I have a relationship with. Yeah. Uh my man Del Jolly. We'll talk about him when we do the Rashad Evans podcast. But they're they're doing a lot of research and the way I got in touch with them was I was seeing them use C B D, good C B D and mm-hmm. kids who were have seizures were like have a terrible way, like they would give them some C B D, seizures stopped. Mm-hmm. There's a lot. There's a lot to this, like plant medicine and these like hallucinogenic psychedelics, whatever they are. But they they can do a lot of good for a lot of people. Mushrooms are like, kind of everywhere these days. When I was a kid, man, like you heard about like go, people going out to festivals and Western PA and like oh we did mushrooms out there. It was like very exotic in a way. Right. It wasn't like now a lot. It seems very like uh, like I uh, walked into a bodega one time asking for a lighter, and he said, "Okay, you know we also have shrooms." <laughs> some boomers. We got boomers on we got deck. Some portabellas. <laughs> yeah, you got some shiitake. Buy any? So what? Not what, that you've done shrooms. I've done shrooms. What? What you made? Like? You, what made like you want to do DMT? Uh dude, I was in the WWE and I had to piss test, so I couldn't. I had no options. On <laughs> gotta get things, high on something, even if it's just fifteen I, minutes of DMT. Really? Yeah. So I was in the WWE and talking about five years of being sober, just drinking alcohol. And uh, which is the worst one? Yeah, of you all can, you're allowed what? to drink. The, yeah. the exactly. opposite of California. What is that? That's that's uh, that's California called... sober is where you're just smoking weed. Yeah, and I guess when you're just drinking alcohol, let's call that Dublin sober. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like it. There you go. So I was I was uh, at my sober. buddy's house in New York City for a WWE like break for Christmas. So I like imagine like two years into the WWE, maybe 2013, 14, I'm like all home for a week and I, all my boys are on ecstasy and Molly and drinking and doing Coke and, and, and real quick, Amr, you're going to put weed. a link to the, to my man killing it on WWE with the Dudley boys. Yeah. My man was hot as shit. So killing it. Oh yeah. Killing so, it. Like fire, fire. Like so, the new Ric Flair. Come, but all my boys are doing shit and I can't do any of it. And I don't want to obviously, cause my job is like my life, you know, like, and, and uh, not, not saying like all my boys are doing this shit. Like some of my boys are probably sober. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I'm out with a group of people and they're partying. And then we end up on like a rooftop at like 5 a.m. And I've just been drinking and drinking Red Bull. Hammered. And no, not even. I've just been drinking Red Bull. Oh, you've just been drinking Red Bull. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I had, a, I had like a broken leg at the time. And like I didn't want to fucking be fucked up. So I'm just trying to stay sober. And I'm like nodding out. We get back to my boy's house. And one of my friends, bro, Dante, smacks Bro, a- shout out to Dante. I love fucking Dante. Dante's That's funny. Nuts. When you were talking about your friends, I was thinking about Dante. He's yeah, nuts. Dante's the man. He's I've out of I've his mind. I've had some boomers with Dante before. Dante's out of his mind. Everybody, by the way, is thinking of Dante from Grandma's Boy right now. No, this kid is called. It's a lion. This kid is called the Stony Jabroni on Instagram. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. this motherfucker goes and smacks a bowl like he's smoking some weed, and he doesn't ask about it, and he hits the bowl. And next thing you know, he takes a few steps and just fucking hits the ground. And I yell at my other man's, my man L. I'm like, yo, L, what the fuck happened to Dante? He just hit that bowl. He's like, my boy Elliot comes out smiling, laughing. He's like, oh, 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 oh there was DMT in that thing. So my boy just dosed himself on DMT without knowing it. Now he's laying on the ground like dumb and dumber, like just fell off the bridgeway. In dude, universe. fucking Lloyd with his leg all bent, <laughs> and he's fucking laying there, and he's just going through it. And I'm like, "Holy shit, dude! I just watched the Spirit Molecule documentary on Netflix. 
You have DMT? I, I'm not going to pop on a drug test for DMT. Let me smoke that shit. And we put on Layla uh, by Eric Cream. Clapton. Yeah, Cream. And it was blasting. And when he got into that guitar solo, bro, it, like the greatest guitar solo like yeah. maybe ever. Songs about was, George Harrison's wife. Bro, I was off into the fucking clouds. And when I came back down, I was... The happiest I'd like ever been. I was yeah, like, bro. that was the best experience ever. Really? I'm so glad I yeah, just dude. smoked that DMT. It was the best experience I've ever had. Psychedelics at all? You? Not really, man. Not really. I, did a couple I remember of you ate some mushrooms one time and you kept looking at your hand. You yeah, but like, the hand. only thing that got high was my hand. My hand just checked out. My <laughs> left hand was like, I'm gone, bro. And I'm like, yo, come on back here, bro. Like, yeah. And then, well, here's the problem. I can never get the dosing right. I've had I've I've done it a couple times where I did way too much, and then I've done a couple times where nothing. Well, at you all. know what? Now that you know a guy like me, then uh-huh. you know that I would never steer you wrong. <laughs> the shaman, aka I, the yeah, shaman. I mean, I've I've fucking I've had the worst experiences and the yeah. best experiences, and I'm not one to trip anymore. So I would if you know if you wanted to microdose and do some mushrooms and just uh-huh. get a little giddy up. Yeah. I, you know, I'll, I, I might the old know, adage I might is know uh, a guy. I might right, know a guy. Right drunk perform sober is the old average for uh, adage for comedians. But the DMT thing interests me. Like this idea of opening your third eye, the LSD, all that MK Ultra type I shit. I never fuck with it if it was made by a man. So LSD, like the if it's made acid, by a man in a lab, I don't fuck with it. If it's made by a shaman in Mexico scraping fucking frog venom off like the natural back of shit. a toad. Really? So yeah. you would do the ayahuasca, you'd go to the Amazon, do the ayahuasca and all that if stuff. If I was but... if I was in a position mentally, physically maybe one day. I hear ayahuasca like, is a hard out, bro. Yeah, You'll be man. vomiting, yeah. shitting, crying for yeah, hours. Like, yeah. It's a long got, ass shit. Suppo- intense a, one. But if if you believe in this stuff, it's supposed to show you it's yeah, if a lot of people credit are, qu- uh, quitting dude, alcohol to that. Much, I got too Aaron much Rogers. shit to worry about. I can't be fucking going to check out yeah. into the desert for a few days. You know, yeah. I got too many responsibilities. Yeah, I ain't got no kids though. How you doing? Uh, yeah, the, the, Nailed it, bro. Nailed you know it. about the uh, <laughs> you go out to the desert, you know, and cleanse yourself of these impurities. I don't know, man. I, there, there's yeah, a Tony certain... Soprano. Yeah, just get out there. And just yeah. Fucking... A little peyote. Peyote. <laughs> peyote with Chrissy's broad? Yeah, I don't know. Man. Oh, bro. You know, I, I don't know if I want to know. What? I don't know if I want to see. If you were going to try one, you'd do adrenochrome, right? I kind of have to know. <laughs> you'd have to know. You have to know like what's what's worth fucking being the worst possible human on earth for, right? What? You'd have to know. You'd have to try adrenochrome, right? You wouldn't try it? Oh, I would never try it, but I, I, I've never even heard of nah, it. Nah, I'd... Kill the motherfucker and, who and killed the, movie, the kid. You do both. No, no, you the, do both. You need to know what the fuck it is. Nah, about because this because so then when they when they you're harvesting when they get off of blood. when they get off of adrenochrome, they're like gotta like they got like fucked up eyes and, then it, and it sets you back. Yeah. So that's like that's like doing like steroids. So is this like real? if you start doing so, that or so, doing testosterone, so you gotta stay on that shit. It drops out. You think it's real? Oh, it's one hundred percent real. Really? It's now. Nobody denies adrenochrome exists. What they deny well, is that I only saw it in the movie Fear and Loathing in Las yeah, Vegas. Yeah, it's been talked about for... Listen, the idea of bathing in virgin's blood is thousands of years old. Yeah, it is, so, right? Uh, who was the bitch that was throwing it? 
Oh, we watched adrenochrome shit yes. at your house. Yes. I remember we're no, watching no, no. all those so, motherfuckers. So the first guy that I ever heard speak about adrenochrome was an old whistleblower talking about aliens. He got his finger fucking ripped off fighting aliens underground. What? Oh yeah. Who's baby. this now? Now now we're now it's a Gerard episode. Let's go. <laughs> Let's Who go. is it? Here, spit down this guy's alley. So this guy, you ever heard of Ted Gunderson? No. As well, Andre. 1979 whistleblower Ted Gunderson talked for three hours, 15 minutes, dies two days later. There's a three hour and 15 minute fucking thing that you can listen to this guy whistleblower on like the CIA and the FBI, MKUltra, and all that shit. And then um, there's another guy who is the first person to ever speak about Adrenochrome long before the 1998 movie Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. This guy says... That there's aliens here, and they're here for this thing of trinochrome. They're savages. They just want to eat you and take this thing. And he's mm. the first guy that ever talked about this shit. And that I only know about this because of that guy. Because I was watching old 1970s fucking, mm. like, three-hour, you know, seminars on but now, government how, shit why I heard about on Joe sure Rogan. Real? Why do you say it's for sure real? Adrenochrome? Yeah, that Adrenochrome, people are harvesting it and in, in eat, like that, eating that's, it or shooting it in wherever but they that, do. That, so how they come about Adrenochrome is the what Adrenochrome actually is and how they come about it is the conspiracy. And we had a guy, I'm trying to remember his name, I'm desperately trying to remember his name, and he, he works, um, he's a really cool dude, he was ex-CIA and now he works, he dedicates his life to stopping, ending human trafficking, guy you'd really like. Now he says yeah, that this this that idea heavy. of like Pizzagate and like you know the Clintons harvesting children and shit like that he's like that's full of shit. But he also goes like people have no idea what life's like outside the United States, like in the Balkans and in fucking Southeast Asia and in these places. Like they're just we assume the rest of the world has Western morality and most of the world just does not. You know they, these you, they'll chop you up. No problem. They'll harvest your organs. No problem. Yeah. If you're a good-looking girl, they'll sell you. No problem. Um, and the idea, yes, the blood boy on Silicon Valley is actually a thing. Uh, believe it or not, the depiction of Gavin Belson's blood boy on Silicon Valley isn't Wait, too far is from reality. Throughout the run of HBO's Silicon Valley, tech billionaire Gavin Belson, this guy fucks. It's in a show? Has done some wacky stuff. Yeah. It's, it's all over the place. He's purchased boy, Homer Rodic Garage in this at a shit, spot. I think. Made his assistant fly, blah, blah, blah. The aptly, the aptly named installment, The Blood Boy, Gavin multitasks while meeting with Richard Guilfoyle, Zach, blah, blah, blah. As they chat about the future of decentralized internet, a young buff blonde rolls some cushy-looking medical equipment into the room. The dude worth, wordlessly hooks himself up to Gavin like a pro and then sits in relative silence until Richard can't help but ask. So what the fuck is going on here? Well, it turns out Gavin is literally buying life from this kid. As Gavin tells it, a transfusion of young blood helps keep him young. And that's why he's going to live forever. Got to have time to spend all that hooly cheddar, I guess. So this isn't a TV show? This yeah, isn't yeah. a TV show. Yeah. Have you have you ever seen Doctor Strange? Have you ever seen? Yeah, why are we talking about TV, TV show versions? Bro. If if we're talking, I want to hear like real life. So the next fun. line is, but the wildest part of all of this scenario is that it's real. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that people are getting hooked up with machines and are getting that pumped in? Totally. totally. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. what's the difference Young between blood, stem bro. cell, bro? Young blood. This but stem the way cells, you get... You, they normalize the way the, you but get that's adrenochrome, adrenochrome is from cracking the kid's yes, brain? Yes, adrenochrome... No, you like harvest... So what the actual, like, 
black market adrenochrome. Dude, this is getting blocked. This episode is supposed to be <laughs> is well, that, well they, it doesn't get blocked. That's why people go to gasdigitalnetwork.com and they use the code S and T to subscribe right, right. and listen on a, an individual private server. So I love that. Yeah, uh, but YouTube probably not. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you might want to cut, yeah. cut, the, cut this off with the one page. What, we hey, what we should do, Omri, is say uh, there's a black half hour of this that they can only watch on Gas Digital. That might not be the worst idea, actually. Um, so the the Adrenochrome is allegedly pure adrenaline that's harvested from the adrenal gland of a child, and apparently. That's you know, put into like distress. So that's a, that's where the shit gets really crazy. Is like there's a purity aspect to it. The younger, uh, the younger, the less impurities it has. It's like veal, I would imagine. Veal. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, in order to like really spike the blood, you have to terrify the child, and they torture these kids, and they keep them alive, and they they drain them. And we're talking about three year old, four year old. If this shit's if this shit's true, it is the most horrific thing a human being can do on planet Earth. There's nothing if there's it's nothing true, worse. there's nothing worse you but can no, do this, on planet Earth. Yeah. As a human being, there's literally nothing more heinous you can do than this no, if sure. it's true. It's, yeah, it's fucking terrible. I mean now what's what's the shit uh the adrenaline needle they shot into Uma Thurman in Pulp Fiction? That's just pure adrenaline. But the, the, Where do we get our hands on that? Yeah, what's, what's in, in a med kit. <laughs> what's the difference really? between that and this? I don't that. know, actually, Omri. Maybe we pull that up. Like, what? What is this? There, there is a high. There, there is a high that comes apparently with adrenochrome, and then there's this youthful vitality yeah. that you get from it. Um, apparently, like a lady bathing in virgin blood. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But so the virgin blood is adrenaline. It's it's fucking gross. Have you ever seen the thing with the lady with the bathing in the virgin blood? No. So the mistress, uh, the count. Yeah. It might be in his family's in his uh, castle. Yeah. So they had like a grate. There's like a grate. Mm-hmm. And it's it's over a fucking ivory tub. And there's chains. And they would tie these. Remember, virgins in the Middle Ages were had to be 11-year-olds, 12-year-olds, max. Right? They were getting married at 13. Right. So you're talking about like a 10-year-old girl. Uh... Who's who's getting chained and essentially Leg. and gutted, and they and they they the blood drips down onto this woman who bathes in it, consumes it, um, and they probably the vitality that that they got from it one their own adrenaline is spiking seeing it happen seeing the person you know two they probably are have color for the first time on their face. Because, you know, the, the aristocrats didn't work right. outside, so, you know, they probably looked flush, so they right. looked healthier. And then if they consumed any of it, it was highly oxygenated and there was adrenaline, right? So um, there was probably a ton of iron in the blood. These people were very iron deficient. I mean, like, so there's things that we know, like, like all they had to do was take a fucking a bath, a walk in the sun, and a multivitamin, and instead they gutted a fucking 10-year-old, Yeah. right? So, Oh, bro. Terrible, huh? If if that's the if if that's the Philip Schneider Philip Schneider this is who we need to look up this who's is Philip fr- Schneider I, I found him Adrenochrome this is Philip the guy this Schneider. is the guy talking about it in like 1980 oh yeah well yeah Hunter Thompson was talking like, about yeah, it in the 60s, I, uh, I fucking got into a knife fight with a bunch of aliens <laughs> I got into a knife fight with a bunch of aliens Philip Schneider 
Night in. One time uh, I got arrested for being intoxicated in public when I was 21 in Maryland. Me and my buddy Dante, my two cousins. Shout out Dante again. <laughs> yeah, dirt Dante's bag the Dante. Man. Dante, Dante seems to be a negative influence on Dante's you. Dante's, Dante's, no Dante's funny. Dante's uh, dope. Dante. I'll fuck with Dante. Dante's funny, but. Uh, you got him queued up there? Yeah, yeah, I got him queued up. Let's go. Here's his filth. The human being is a bag of food. They're not cannibals. They don't eat the flesh and the bones and all that kind of stuff. They use the glandular secretions of animals and human beings as a mixture of the vitamins for their food. They get high off of our adrenal gland substances called adrenal chrome. It's something like uh, cocaine to them. Now, who is this guy? Like, what? what's his background? He got killed. He was missing a few fingers, and he says that he was in underground tunnels, and the American government knew that there was aliens occupying that that area, and they didn't warn them. And then when they went down there into the tunnels, they got into an instant fight, and a guy died saving his life, but he had a gun, and he shot the guy, but he got shot by a laser Type weapon and lost his fingers. That's that guy claims his That's original. Claims. His original title. He was an, a military engineer. Yeah, so he was a, he was a huge no uh, government engineer, and he was a whistleblower, and he got killed. Wow. And he would constantly say, "I'm not suicidal. I'm not doing this." And then the same thing happened to the guy named Ted. He's ahead of his time. Ted Gunderson. Who did we? Claimed did, you said Ted Gunderson before those we two, him up. So those two whistleblowers came first. Those are two of the original 1970s, 80s whistleblowers, They're and that's where I, Bob Lazar. And that's where you first heard the term adrenochrome. And that guy was like a Bob Lazar, Phil Schneider. Mm. He claimed to have worked on black ops and secret missions, and that he was uh, recruited by the government because his like SAT scores at the time were like off the fucking charts as a child. He was like autistic. He was Rain Man. And when did you first get uh, introduced to this these sort of uh, topics? I say on the road in the WWE. Oh, really? Were you interested in this before DMT, or DMT kind of opened your eyes to it, or before DMT? Okay, yeah, before DMT. Like, uh, I was more or less learned about this by watching Joe Rogan. I was on the road in the WWE, and a lot of the boys would listen to Rogan, and we would be driving. Finds Mickey to be very pretty. Yeah. So we'd be driving around listening to Rogan and you'd hear somebody bring this shit up like fucking Eddie Bravo or somebody. And I just, okay, I'll Google that or I YouTube that. And then all of a sudden during COVID, right before actually COVID, during the election, yeah. when they banned the internet, everything disappeared off fucking YouTube yeah. that I used to watch. Like all the dope alien shit, all the conspiracies on MK Ultra. Makes you want to watch it more. And then no, it makes Rogan's you want to watch great. it more. Like he's, I think he's educated like a generation more than like school, w- he he has, has I think like the affected w- the culture in such a significant way and in a in a positive. I agree, way. In, in an a, incredibly positive. Yeah, I would have never I known think about he's made that people shit. Better would... people made people like like think more sure more skeptical in good ways. Yep. You know what I mean? Like he has made intellectual curiosity cool. He's made it interesting well to talk to people that. Would have been taboo in society. Yeah. yeah, you know, even when we when we did the Eva Lovia episode, I got like all these Andrew Tate stands, top G hardcore red pills are like, why are you even talking to this whore? Why wouldn't I? Yeah. yeah. Why Why wouldn't we? Like, well, I, I, I if you want to learn about morality, talk to a priest. Okay, I'll talk to him too. Mm-hmm. But why? But why wouldn't you want to? Why, why, why wouldn't you want to learn? Why wouldn't you want to learn about sin from a sinner? Like yeah. what? Like what? What? That's what I think 
the number one thing Joe Rogan. Like all these topics and stuff like that are great and opening eyes and like opening eyes to to conspiracies that have since been proven true gives him credibility. So it's not just like this isn't like, you know, late night spooky TV. This is like, bro, this shit Operation Northwoods happened. I it learned about happened. Northwoods from Rogan when I was like Yeah, a Project Blue yep. Book yeah. and all this Project shit. Project Blue Book. Like yeah. this shit's going and on. And Project Blue Beam. I don't know Blue Beam. I'm going to wear Okay, them. so Blue Beam is the idea that the government would fake a UFO invasion or to put a something in the sky, claim it to be aliens. Yeah, like yeah, what, yeah. what Reagan kind of warned about. Wouldn't it be, wouldn't if we had an unworldly event, unite all of us? We'd all come like, together, so, yeah. So it, it is Project Blue Beam saying like, okay, we have the ability to put Tupac on stage with Snoop Dogg right in front of your very eyes. And then that technology just disappears from the public forum, right? Where we don't see people that have passed. Like, why isn't the WWE making Andre the Giant putting on a match with fucking, you know, Rowdy Roddy Piper? Mm-hmm. And, and you can do that, right? Because we have the technology to do that, technically speaking. We put on... That's a- coming. Okay, so we can do that. Yeah. So... They are saying Project Bluebeam is okay, essentially Tupac, but in the sky on the grandest scale yeah. you could imagine. They put a hologram of a giant spaceship in the air and put on a fake war that goes on in front of your eyes that calls for the U.S. military to come and react to it. Now we're definitely it. getting fucking... Now we're gone. Now we're gone. Now we're gone. <laughs> but this is, this yeah, is real. This is on paper. This is on paper to be said... Is called Project Blue Beam. Yeah, since the second half of this episode is totally <laughs> black, blacked out and on gas only, let's go all in on it. Harp. Harp. Yeah. They are fucking changing the weather. They are they are engineering our environment and denying they're doing it nonstop, which is wild. Some of the radiation coming off of these towers is like shit that 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 it, it it's multiple magnitudes of Hiroshima and they turn it on and turn it off. It's it's out. Have you have you 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 know what harp is? Uh, not much. No. You are you familiar with harp? No. H a a r p. I believe Omri. Um, you got to see these things. It's it's unreal. It's like they're shooting microwaves like, into like, the air, creating clouds out of thin air. They they have these like these, chemtraily type. They, things? It's it's in association with these chemtrails. Have you ever actually seen like a rolling cloud chemtrail? How about this thing know. that Wild was flying show. around in the fucking sky that they just shot down? Wild. Wild. We were talking about that last episode. Wild that they would let this thing float across yeah. the entire country and then shoot it over the ocean and not recover <laughs> any of it. Something they didn't recover sus. it? No, no, it was too deep. It sunk. Uh, sus. Like, we don't have fucking submarines. scuba divers? Sus. Yeah. They're full of shit. Everything about the story Every- is sus. Everything about the last fucking three years is sus. Sus, bro. Lying yeah. to Crazy. our teeth. Lying. Lying. But they'll do everything they can if they can get away with it right in front of your very eyes. You want to see some crazy shit? You want to see some fucking real, uh, real, real conspiracy theory stuff? All right. You guys are over there ready? Look up Madonna and Quavo performance Italy. Madonna, Quavo, Quavo performance, performance Italy. Italy. And I don't put know close, about this. Put closed caption on for the lyrics to be on the screen. Yeah, I mean, I look it. You can't ever be too sure. I think that the number one thing that we could do is ask questions, and 100%. I hate that you can't ask them anymore. That used to it, be the, just, the mark. Are you talking about the Eurovision? Question man? everything. Yeah, Eurovision. You said that used to be a mark of what? 
That used to so be the this, mark of a of so an this intelligent is, man. So, was so, to ask so watch this right. to not accept what he was So being watch told. this satanic yeah. ritual that goes on before twenty twenty hits, where she says not everyone will make it to the future. They think Right before COVID. Sacrifices some children. from the past not everyone is coming to the future not everyone is learning from the past you ain't woke bitch you ain't woke Devil up there on the screen there, Beelzebub, the Dark Lord. So what are we looking for here, Enzo? I mean, there were so many breakdowns on this fucking video yeah. before it happened, but I don't remember it. It was three years well, we ago. Just, we just had I Sam watched Smith, that in 2020. So we just had Sam Smith on the Grammys do an entire, that, that unholy song, a lot of satanic imagery. We had... Um, that's always Balenciaga shit. the Balenciaga shit. There's always a lot of takeoff just passed away, bro. He got shot. One the, of the Migos. How much of this do you think is just look? Well, like I mean, also Satanism is trending. I don't know how there's much always it's, that counterculture. I, I mean, I, you don't have to you don't have to go down the wormhole to just yeah. know that. Hey, bro, if you're a rapper and you're talking about constantly guns, violence, bullshit and shooting and manifestation, you're, you're manifesting. Look at it happen to all yeah. of them from Tupac to Biggie yeah. to fucking triple extent, to all these guys that are talking about this shit. Yeah. They're getting shot and killed and uh. shit. So there's a certain level of manifesting your reality. I do oh, believe manifesting well. demons. You know, the, uh, the one that does, like I like the entertainment industry is a bunch of weirdos and you know they'll do anything that they're told and they're trying to be edgy and they you know the satanic thing seems to be in in the moment I don't know how much of this is fashion and how much of this is actually like some sort of theological statement I don't think these people are that deep frankly I really don't so but the one that does concern me which is weird because these people should know better was the demonic ritual that they did at the opening of CERN that one was weird. I don't know if you saw that. What about the Olympics? Yeah, that was also strange. The Olympics. Before the COVID one? Yeah, the, the they're one very was... strange. That was very odd decision making. What was that, 2012 Olympics? Where they had the... the... 16, right? Was it 16? Dude, I think it was a 10-year... Look up CERN, Omri. C-E-R-N. And they this... I'm, uh... I'm looking it up. I don't know if this is going to shock it's you, but tunnel. this is not at the first result on Google. 
It's not the first result on Google. I don't know why. Yeah, right? Like, hey. Yeah, good yeah. luck. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Social engineer. But that's the thing. Why is it not the first result on Google? That's the shit that gives credence well, bro, I to mean, the conspiracy got, they, theories. They, they, why would they want to hide it? I saw that the guy from James O'Keefe from Project Veritas yes, yeah. had the video that came out and... They removed it off Instagram and YouTube yes. and everything. From Pfizer, where they were manipulating Pfizer, the virus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You feel like that's probably information people would want to hear, right? That a Pfizer consultant was like, Even yeah, if the guy was full of shit and he didn't, like, he doesn't, maybe he was on a date, like he said, and lying, like, in the video. Like, I'm on a date. That's I'm what I do. I, I will lie about crimes against humanity to get laid. Yeah, whatever. Dude, whatever your excuse is, <laughs> even if you're lying just to sound cool to whoever you're talking to, yeah. and it didn't actually happen... The fact that they can remove that Strange. is just like, hey, like, dude, it, it was as simple as, look, if they can remove Donald Trump from Twitter during the election, they yep. can do it to you, too. 100%. So why don't you just see it as that? Like, if they could take Kanye's bank card and make it, it so that he can't use his money, 100%. then they could do that to you, too. It's not a matter of do I condone what they're saying or do I agree with them. Yep. It's I don't give a fuck. That's not the point. Say whatever you want. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying... That if they can do that to them, they can do it to me. The unchecked and power. That's, that's to me like, whoa, come on, open your eyes, people. Like, Yeah, I'm not, I'm not afraid of their words. I'm afraid of the powerful doing what bro, they Bro, if you don't like them. some shit, just don't listen Mute to it. it. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Why are we complaining? If you don't like a motherfucker, you don't have to agree with him. Yep. Just tell him to shut the fuck up by changing the channel. Or just yeah. debate yeah. him. Get your opinions right. out there. I, the and this goes back to kind of what you were saying too. It's the instinctual thing about seeing the hawk uh, up above. That's the that's the instinct I have. The instinct I have is I never took Alex Jones seriously until they until they deplatformed him. And I'm like, out of all, the we people, have a frame from the video up. I can't find the video everywhere. But is that what you're talking that's about? That's what I'm talking about. And they, there's a whole dance and a and a fake human sacrifice that they did. And they, they they played it off as if it was like an homage to the, the to the druids and the people of the forest and where where you know CERN originated from. But here they are What is CERN? CERN is the, the world's largest particle accelerator, I believe. It's like the center for all uh it's 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 like the epicenter for the most high level science in the world. Um, uh, specifically quantum physics. Mm -hmm. Great. Yeah. And there's this there's this thing where like they're working on these they like the God particle and all these other things that they're working on. So the people working on the God particle are fucking putting on ritual sacrifices, mock ritual sacrifices for us before. That's they're... yeah, that that great. that's odd. So I, I would love to know what, what that what the idea behind that was. Madonna doing edgy shit, that's her fucking she's been kitsch forever. That that's all right. Okay. Um you know, Sam Smith makes a song unholy. He's a gay guy with a transgender woman, and they want to piss off all the Christians. Makes sense. All right, fine. CERN? That don't really make a lot of sense. You were saying with well, Alex mean, Jones, you didn't start believing him until they silenced him. Yeah, well, we that did. that saying where, like, if you cut a... What is it with you cut a man's tongue out? It's it's not because you don't... Like, you're afraid of what he's going to say? Yeah. Or something like that. So I never that, took... What is that, what is that uh, Omri? You know you know the, the saying I'm talking about? I think so. Yeah, it it's it like, says more about you than it does about him, yeah, right? Like that you're, yeah, that they're, they're, yeah, something like there might be truth. There's well, probably some bro, truth there. You're worried about what he's saying. Why him it's was my thought. Out of when all you tear out a man's tongues, you are not proving him a liar. Or you're only telling the world that you fear what he might say. Yep. 
I couldn't agree yeah. with that more. So, like, Alex Jones, another one, okay? Dude, I would listen to Alex Jones almost in, like, a comic relief type right. of... Totally. Like, I wasn't I, I wasn't listening to Alex Jones like, oh, yeah, this guy's... Totally. Oh, he's got it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, no, I was... Yeah, like, like but a... because there was a lot of truth to some of the shit he was saying. Yeah, they yeah. actually are making the frogs like, gay. Yeah, bro, like, <laughs> dude, there's just... Like, that's true. Like, that's it, true. it was... <laughs> dude, you could... Bro, things. just... If you want to watch Alex Jones, just watch him on Joe Rogan's podcast getting fact-checked over and over again. Yep. And that's what I'm talking about. So it's like... Bro, well, we we interviewed him. I got a chance to meet him, and there is a performance art to it. And he did wink over to his producers. His producers was that was about to pull the plug because Pat went super heavy right away. This is right after he was deplatformed. We were actually the very first people that did the interview with him. It was in Austin, and he almost bailed on us. He he almost no showed us. But um, there is a performative aspect to it that I think he's since toned down. Yeah, well, he liked to drink too, and He's, yeah. when he drank on camera, he started going wild. Yeah, so um, I mean, bro, look, dude, take it all with a grain of salt and shut the fuck up. You know, like, I would love to have Alex Jones on. I I would talk to Alex Jones for eight hours. The guy, uh, yeah. No, he's a he's a brilliant, he's brilliant in. source of information. What as far he did as like with Bohemian having a Grove? Bra- yeah, but having a brain able to recite like historical information that you're doing on this podcast, like he is that to the umpteenth power when yeah. it comes to knowledge. Of, he's tied like, in. He's got he's got some hooks in somewhere that are that's feeding him. I mean, him he some was info. always having Roger Stone on his podcast. I mean, that <laughs> guy fucking helped get presidents Roger into Stone, office, right? Our, our boy Jason Scoop, who I'm on that show tonight with, is like real tight with Roger Stone now. Yeah, interesting. I mean, it, these things are... It's so hard to determine what's bullshit and what's not anymore. But I feel like every time the mainstream decides, hey, uh, CERN Bro, doing it... Just, dude, we are just a bunch of peasants. Look at us sitting at a well, table... Well, not you, Royal Blood. With some motherfucking mics in front of us and some little operation... In a, in a, in a, in a fucking, you know cubicle of sorts dude when you're born they put you in a box right you get put into an incubator okay you get into a car which is a box on wheels and you drive it into a driveway which is usually a box you get out of the car you go into a house which is a box and you go into a bed which is a box these people don't fucking have lines that that they that they have to you know they cross the line they blur the line they fucking don't give a fuck so imagine being able to wake up step on a private jet fly to anywhere you want in the world at any moment in time get any piece of pussy ass or food that you want at any moment in time we can't even comprehend the levels to which they think yeah the world that they live in they don't put fucking gas in their car it's filled with gas when they get into it dude they don't understand so to sit here and try to pretend that we know what's going on when there's actually people that do. So there are. There are billionaire elite that get knowledge passed down to them word of mouth through family that have a beat on the pulse to keep us in this hamster wheel. It's probably who are, my, these, who are these people? It's probably my most who, disappointing. Like, do you guys know like some names of so these people? It's, it's probably the most disappointing aspect about Donald Trump to me. Like, let it air, bro. They're never gonna let you back in, Donald. You're out. They're never gonna let you back in, bro. Give me a live stream and just let it fly, bro. No, dude, know? he plays by what the, he plays know? by the, he plays by the rules, bro. Yeah, they all do to a degree. Yep. He's just he is just not playing by all the rules. He's just like, exactly. He's That's not playing well by all of them. Yeah. Why didn't you fire Fauci? Why didn't you? Why didn't you? Then when people are like, you know, they, when they get mad that I don't like Trump, when they get mad, you 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 know, you're full of shit. Why didn't you like Trump? 
Snowden, Assange, Fauci. Those three. The Vax. Nope. I thought his foreign policy was good because he understands the bullshit. He understands a bad deal when he sees one. He's made a lot of them. He understands our foreign policy is just a fucking slush. I do believe that, you know, he loves America and shit. But uh, at the end of the day, dude, when you're a wolf, you you know, you had to you had to you had to be with the wolves. Let it fly. Fuck it. What does it benefit? He knows way too much. What does it benefit him to keep these secrets to himself? Who's he benefiting? They're never going to let him back in. So you're like they're talking about. All right. So let's say he doesn't uh, win the next election. You're saying he should peel back all the layers and Go. let it all let it, let all it fly. Fly. Yeah. Well, I mean, talk about like what happens. You, you come into office. All right. Here's, in an odd here's way, all, here's the aliens we know about. Here's the this yes. we know about. Here's the that. In an odd way, shit. in an odd way, he could save the country because we have no <laughs> faith in our systems anymore. None. I don't believe the news is ever telling me the truth. I don't believe, and that's a bad place to ever. be. It's a bad place. People yeah, don't Mr. trust fake medicine news. anymore. He's Mr. Fake. People news, don't trust medicine anymore. They yeah. don't trust it. For no, sure. dude, we're, we're people breaking, don't trust we're, we're, anything we're being hey, said. Back to that unva- unvaxxed jizz. Yeah. yeah. I, why? Why is there a flat Earth? How the fuck do I know? They lie about everything else. Yeah. I don't want to believe that there exactly. is. Exactly. But they lie Question about everything, everything fucking else. Question everything. Donald can by fucking telling us what's what. He can put dude, everybody back on level on, ground. Humans are on the brink of busting down the door of knowledge because they can't they're trying everything they can to stop us from communicating with one another who's they we don't know how the fuck do we know yeah, that's the, the names the, i was kind of looking for okay they is, is Donald okay Trump, the multinational example, he's corporations kind of an outsider too the ngos for sure the, the, yes. NGOs, non, non-government organizations right. the yes. wef yes yeah, yeah. Uh, not even the wef i think they're full of shit I think that they're they're a ploy. They're a psyop. Not even. I think they're just they're never going to get their way. They're just. They're, oh, they're, they're, they've they're, already gotten so much of their way, bro. Hmm. Bro, when it comes to politics, dude. I mean, if you can't take a, dude, I'm I'm a, I'm an orator, right? You hand me a microphone, put me in front of a lot of people, and uh, you know I could convey and communicate. Mm-hmm. Bro, watching like Trump's first debate, bro, I could do that. Yeah, I could do that. I was like, bro, is politics really that difficult? Because quite frankly, if you could rip the guy a new asshole up there or make people laugh and becoming endearing, you'll win. But this, could you govern after? You, but could you govern after you won? No, but I do believe that that we're well, obviously look at they're, they're jobs. They're, they're fucking putting right. guys like Dwayne Johnson at the forefront of the potential Democratic yeah. nomination, and he is what? A popularity contest It's a winner. figurehead now. It's yeah, not, it's, it's, a not popu- a leader. it's a popularity contest, yeah. and it's a matter of can you... He, he changed the debate format. He changed everything about it. He was just shitting on people. He'd be like, you know, like... Talking this, about Trump? Yeah. Yeah. He it's, brought it's it back a, old school. That's the way it used to be. That's what we're TV. saying. We got to get Dave Smith, the Libertarian candidate. He gets oh, on the stage yeah. with them. He's gonna rip some ass. Crush. Yeah. I would love to see Dave Smith. Dave on Dave on uh, that stage. With James how much votes? How many? What percentage tonight? of votes does he need to get? I might have to go stop by the stand. Catch what percentage of votes does he need yeah. to get? Huh? What percentage percentage of the votes? It's gotta does get five percent for funding purposes. Five percent for the Libertarian Party for the future elections. Yeah. For for the next for one the next nation under run. God and two hundred politicians, right? <laughs> yeah. It's actually fifteen now. Is it, they raised it to fifteen for the funding. They raised it to fifteen. <laughs> oh man, it's a big club, and you Scared ain't in it. Scared of Dave. <laughs> yeah. Scared of Dave, yeah, bro. Man. Yeah. I, I I'd love to be optimistic, um, but there's uh, and Omri, if you can look this up, um, 
I forget where it was, it, but you want to talk about dystopian. What they realized about keeping people prisoner is that if you let the prisoners build their own cells and claim part of those cells as their own, they will fight like hell to keep them. You can't take them out of their cells. You, there, there's a psychological aspect of nesting and tribalism where I'll be mad. So you're speaking on mortgages? Kind of, but also like I'm speaking on uh, the tribal nature of. You know, that's where the dream dies. A mortgage. Morg. Morg. The root root meaning of both words are stemmed from the same in Latin. Mort. A mortgage and a morgue. Yeah. I don't know. That's where the dream dies. The, well, you can pay off your mortgage. You can pay off your mortgage, but don't pay your taxes and guess who really owns the house? Yeah. Guess who owns the, the land the house is on? But the, um, the yeah, there's. You're saying about nesting. And, yeah. And then, so if you force a person into a cell, right? You, 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 right. you take a group of people and you force them into a cell and, and you take away all free will, they will resent and rebel. But if you give them just little bits of free will and little bits of choice and little bits of social hierarchy that happens organically, you allow them to build the cell. And this person's cell gets to So how do you feel about the death penalty? Uh, Wait, yeah, hit that in a second. I, I, the government should never be allowed to kill citizens. Um, Believe that. So they won't they'll, – they'll protect what they built. Okay. And they'll defend it from other other prisoners. But they'll never try to leave the cell. They'll, they'll, they see it as theirs. They want to stay in there. Yes. Very very odd psychological thing about humans. The smallest bit of hope and the smallest bit of social hierarchy that that can be obtained. <coughs> and you'll you'll stay in shit forever. Forever and ever. And you'll fight over that little bit of shit with everybody around you. You'll never look up at the fucking people at the tower that are keeping you in that shit. It's a very strange, strange thing about us. So huh. I personally believe that when it comes to death penalty, that we should put humans who are who are fucking in jail for life in padded rubber rooms about 70 degrees, butt naked, and fucking sh- shove a little food under there every day in a hole. Fuck you. No time out, no nothing. And we don't have to kill them. Like Rats you get the bag. death penalty, fuck the death penalty. Like Why? how about just I, no human interaction? If, there you go. Well, what if you were what if That's you were wrong, what if you were wrongfully accused? What if you were wrongfully convicted? But you still go through the process of law, obviously. I'm saying if you were given the death penalty, what crimes instead get the of the death penalty, instead of the death penalty, instead of killling you, mm-hmm. put you in a padded room. Do you want naked. it to suck more? Yeah. Okay, so you're Spend saying that's life more, that's, in a more room. that's more torture than just than putting just you out of your fucking misery. Putting you out of your misery. Here's yeah. your misery in a room that's rubber that you can't kill yourself in because you're butt naked, and the only thing we give you is an apple every day, motherfucker. Yeah. Like that's instead of the death penalty. Like, dude, that is the death penalty. Don't let them out of that room. Motherfucker's gonna swallow the apple. Cruel and unusual. Uh, yeah. Little tiny pieces of yeah, food. Yeah, just give them little. Yeah, yeah. rice. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> something liquid. Yeah, some some like some gogurt. Yeah. Choke yeah, on man. that. We've proven too many people that we've killed to be innocent to fucking yeah. be killing people, bro. Like, that's the part of humanity. Like, you know, I'm I'm not one of those people where it's like eye for an eye. No. <laughs> Everybody would be blind. Except the last person. You'd have one eye. Hell yeah. And he'd be a part of the Illuminati. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, 
This was a very interesting podcast there, Enzo. Thanks. I Let's finish it. it off with uh you got you got any crazy stories, Enzo? Uh, give me a crazy story. I know you've uh Dude, you told uh, you've told a few of them before, but uh hit me with a good one. You either got like a crazy du- like going around with the WWE, you know, either some backstage drama or some fucking I I mean on the road I know you punched shit, two, pe- two people at a Giants game. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, what's your beef with that? Victor Cruz, bro? What's all that oh, about? No. Why are you beefing oh, I, I know with about Vic it, VC. I ain't beefing with Victor Cruz. I love that try, guy, man. Trying to get put, heat with VC. He put, he put on for the BPSL Carpenter division, but Lord knows when we re- when we went one on one head to head in high school that I had my way with Patterson Catholic. Okay, I had my way with him. Seventy yard touchdown pass right there over the middle. He's got the footage. Fucking, <laughs> he's got the footage. Slamming him on his head, Victor. Just about once a year, German, tag him and put German him in the, suplexed in the him. I actually saw him for the first time in my life as I was leaving a Giants game um, that we won. I was elated. What a great season it was for the New Day-ball. York Giants. Dayball, baby. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just talking about like very few things that I can enjoy these days. Yeah, and. Football is one of them. Football feels professional again. Um, but you know what? They, they've been talking a whole lot about the NFL being rigged and this, that, and the third. And <laughs> sometimes our last episode scripted and shit. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, you know the UFC scripted. Is it? Yeah, totally scripted, top to bottom. Is so it? There you go again. I double down on. That. <laughs> <laughs> no, never. no, of course not. Bro. Never, never, never. Nah, neither is football. Nah, and Football's I know it, gladiator I, shit. UFC gladiator it shit. I know it. It's motherfucker putting. I know. Blood, he knows that he's tears. a wrestler. Look, and I was out there, and anything <laughs> could happen. You get knocked out cold. You could break your leg. They can't determine that shit. So yeah. I get it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that's that's the thing. When you when you're in a movie theater, you suspend your disbelief. You sit there. You agree uh, to to. Enjoy whatever you're watching, and as if it's real, right? Tell me, watch Bo Jackson's leg go, go hyperextended. That was a script. Shitty script. All right, you gotta run as fast as you can, stop on a dime, yep. and break your own fucking leg. See you later. Couldn't. Never. Yep. Could Degenerative never happen, hip guys. disease. So yeah, man. I happen. just, I just think that, uh, that fucking. I don't remember what we were talking. I was about. asking for a crazy story. Well, let me crazy ask you this: story. Have you ever been? And I don't know if you want to talk much wrestling, but I'm interested. Has anybody? Have, have you ever been in, since we're doing the scripted thing, have you ever been in a match with somebody, have you ever heard of a match with somebody where there was a predetermined ending and the guy refused to go Shooting. along with it? Oh, yeah. Refused a... to, to do the, to do the what do they call it? Do, do the, the job. job? Do the job. Yeah, shooting on him, right? That's no, the that never happened. Fuck that, up. that never happened to me while I was in the WWE, but certainly like before you got to the ring, there's finishes getting changed. Because oh, guys are politic. One guy shit? go politic and be like, oh, That's, I'm not losing wow. to that guy. That, I mean, that was the story of my career. I had no idea because I never did one-time politic. But, like, I'm sure I lost all the time because guys were going and talking to the producer. Like, they don't want to do this. They don't want to do that. And I got to be honest with you, bro. Like, I never wanted to be a world beater, bro. Don't put me out there make me shit on you for 10 minutes, get these people pumped up, and then I got to drop kick you five times and fucking hit my moves and then beat you <laughs> yeah, and yeah, give yeah. you nothing. Like, why would you ever want to wrestle me? Fair. It takes two to tango. Fair. So I always played my part. Like, you know, talk the shit, take the ass kicking. Mm-hmm. And if I beat you, I didn't need to hit you with my finishing move. I could roll you up, and put my feet on the ropes, or something like kick you in the dirty, kick you in the nuts. I didn't, dude. I didn't. I didn't play the game, bro. Fuck that. Like, uh, I got told you were winning. I was like, yeah, no problem. Yeah, it's but there's I didn't guys. Fu- that so Paul like- Roma and Alex Wright. There was one that I I watched a, a thing on where they were talking about it. This wrestler, he kind of got blackballed after though. Because in his mind, I think the wrestler Paul Roma went out there and he was told all leading up to it like he was going to win. And then they were 
they were doing things with him. Yeah. And then uh, he says that Ric Flair said, oh, the office changed it. But in reality, it was Flair who was changing oh, really? the finish of it. And he felt like he was lied to. And the kid he was out there with was, like, young and green. Mm. And he just went out there and said, fuck this, went into business for himself and just beat the shit out of the kid. And then there's other instances like that, too, where guys have just started shooting on each other and, like, just shit wasn't going right. And Is there a plan in place? Is there, like, a plan B if somebody just decides? Like, uh, like one motherfucker probably get up on the other guy and just be like, hey, brother, just fucking calm the fuck down. Uh, or fucking, hey, we got to get through this fucking It's not like these match. are small people you're dealing with. If somebody doesn't want to do something. I mean, be- uh, Brock Lesnar got stiffed by Braun. My buddy, Big Country, in the ring. Braun Strowman? Braun Strowman. Oh, shit. He's my boy. And he, like, you know, he fucking hit Brock. Didn't mean to, but, you know, gave him a good one. Had to give him a receipt for that. And Brock gave him a swift, quick receipt. Really? Bopped him, like, three or four times. Like, hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. And Braun was like, oh, okay. I get it. (laughs) (laughs) I remember, I remember, I remember where we are. Say no more. Well, they said that about Hogan now that he's hurt. They said he's paralyzed and he's not. But that's everybody in the world and their mother's talking shit about him now, and that's apparently they, they called him the king of the pencil. He'd go, but whatever the whatever the uh, well, finish was uh, supposed dude, to be. Dude, anybody, any, yeah, I got news no, no, for no. I got news for you, bro. Anyone you see on top in any wrestling world, politic really? to a degree to get where they got. No shit. Everybody has to play the game. It's huh. called playing the game. That's what they call it. You gotta, no shit. you know, yeah, it makes sense. I remember seeing the stuff with like, uh, like Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart getting pissed and their their thing back oh, then. Oh yeah, and, you know the what I mean. Job. Like, yeah, screw job, like different shit like that. Like, like yeah, it's like uh, it could be like a snakey. Yeah, but I mean, you're like thing, Bret Hart. You know? Like you left, you decided to leave the company. How are you gonna leave with the strap? Come on. Like, yeah, I mean, people get finishes changed and they and they get storylines changed and and that's just a part of it and that's every day. How much didn't, say... Shawn, didn't Shawn Michaels go against Hulk Hogan and like he like overdid the? They were like, yeah. I think his psychology is a little off. Like he would uh, pull us up real quick, Omri. Like he so would. So uh, Shawn Michaels he would, he oversold everything. Oversold everything because like, because basically. Pissed. Oh really? Yeah. So the story. <laughs> I, look, at, I don't yeah. I don't know the facts, but the story goes. So Shawn, turned it into a clown show. So yes. Shawn and Hulk were supposed to wrestle. Hulk Hogan went. And then they were going to do a part two. Gotcha. And then Hulk Hogan last minute was like, I don't want to do a part two. And Sean was like, okay, well, fuck you then. So then when they had the match, like Sean gets slapped and he like jumps and does a flip. Look at him. Like, <laughs> look. Look at yeah. <laughs> He's overselling everything. And Hogan like gets. You can see oh, him. my God. Yeah, you can see him. He, yeah. like, starts throw, he like throws his bandana. Like huh. you see Hogan getting pissed. Like how much, how much say do these guys have in their character and their story arc? If you're Hulk Hogan, probably all. Gotcha. <laughs> if you're me, none. You know, yeah. When I was there, I was blessed. Uh, I always got a microphone, man. And uh, damn, bro, I didn't realize that. People were probably pissed about that or jealous or mad. It's like, why why can't I get in the mic? You know? And like, imagine being a guy maybe in the ring that I shit on on the mic and he doesn't get to rebuttal and then he's got to lose to me. Mm-hmm. So you don't even realize you're rubbing people the wrong way. At least you ain't grabbing them by the pussy or fucking sniffing them. That's fair. That's fair. Stay off the hair. If you want to get in the comedy world, I gotta tell you, it's just as fucking petty and it's just as catty. You want to cut cut in? They're like, yeah, I'll get a load of this guy. Fucking, they'll give you the they'll give you the check spot. And you're like, well, that's because you gotta be smart, man. You gotta be smart. You gotta get in and get out, and you gotta know. It's like the old school brothers that teach you. It's like you could be one of the boys, or you can make money. Ooh, oof, oof. What does that mean? 
Well, if you want to sit around at the bar and talk to all the other comedians or rub shoulders with them, how about you just go in, walk in there, do your job, kill it on stage, shake everybody's hand, make them laugh for two seconds and get the fuck out. That is some fucking great advice. So if you're a wrestler, like nowadays, assuming for, you can get booked, because unfortunately, a lot of times getting booked if when you're you get booked, if you're getting nobbing. if you're getting booked, it's like for me, bro. For instance, I idolized and loved Shawn Michaels growing up as a kid, and I was around him a good amount of times. Never went up to him. Never wanted to get to know him. Never ever did because I don't want to give him a reason not to like me. It would have it would have hurt me. It would have killed me. I would have hated. I would have hated it if one of my heroes hated me. You know. Wow. So it's like, man, fuck that. I'd rather just give him no no reason not not to. You know, I'd rather that than get close to him. But uh, the same goes for like you know, kill kill him kill him softly, kill him with kindness, do it quick, and get the fuck out. So it's like for me nowadays in pro wrestling, like not to shit on anybody who loves pro wrestling or loves to talk about it, or to sit around and drink beers and party after, or hang out, or go out, or go to the bar. I don't mix it up with wrestlers. Yeah, You don't see me hanging out with them. You don't see me talking to them, because it's not that I don't like you. It's a it's, job. It's, it's just my job. I just job. And I used to go out and mix it up with all of them mm-hmm. at the beginning. You know, I've been in this for now 10, 11 years. And you think it was a net negative? Oh, yeah. It definitely didn't help me any. Really? Over the years, mm. like you know, if you get drunk around people, you know, every night on tour yeah, for two weeks, and you're on the road with them for fucking a year straight, like something at some point. Some guys that want to get you drunk specifically to end up having that over you too. Yep, especially that. That's Certainly. a that's an old school trick that some of the vets would do too. Would be like, you yeah, know, if a guy like uh, some real assholes in the minors and it's a cut cutthroat world, but it like. If the kid was 22 or something like that, and, and there was like a 26, 27-year-old, and the 26, 27-year-old was the backup, they'd act like they were putting their arm around the kid and getting them hammered. Really sabotaging yeah, them? sabotaging them, for yeah. sure. It, it happened oh, hell more yeah. often. Rope than to hang think. himself. Yeah. Oh, for yeah. sure, bro. Yeah. And then there's the OGs who are just cool that'll let you know what time it is. Like, I had great OGs. I had some cool guys that uh, you know I would have never made it in the business without because I didn't know anything about wrestling when I got into it as far as the business goes. I only knew what I saw on TV. Yeah. I was a fan like you and you were. You know what I Shout mean? Shout some of those guys out before we go out. It's, it's a jungle, man. You got to really some cool see cool-ass OGs. For one, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Cool, cool dude, huh? Cool. Fuck dude. yeah. He's the only cool... I like to hear that. Bro, he's the only cool guy that will exceed cool expectations in the history of, I've ever met. Really? And I've, I've met everybody, bro. And the, him and Dave Chappelle rank as like one, two. Like, okay, he's he's like cooler than I thought he was. Wow. Yeah, so stuff. You like, gotta love that. Isn't it It's dope when you're fucking, your people, like your heroes or your people yeah. you're fans of are actually fucking dope. Yeah. I only life. got yeah. to meet The Rock once. So I can't call him an OG, but like Stone Cold, I got his number. If I called him, he'd probably answer. I just don't like to test yeah, it. But like, yeah, yeah, I yeah, don't yeah. need to press it. I don't yeah. need to hurt myself again, you know, like Shawn Michaels. <laughs> but uh, I, uh, Mark Henry, uh, real cool. World's strongest man. World's yeah, strongest man. Yeah. The big show, bro. Uh, big show. That's real, real good to me. That's These up. people would, you know, look out and be like, hey, Enzo, like, you're drinking on the bus and. There's some old heads on here who just are looking for a reason not to like you. Wow. You know what I mean? That's like, real okay, shit. maybe I, maybe I won't drink. So, you know what I mean? You had to watch your ass at any and all times. There was just always 
Um, you know, I couldn't be out in public with a beer in my hand. I couldn't be seen in a picture with a beer in my hand. You're a role model to children. And, uh, I'm so happy that the kids that grew up watching me are grown up now. Yeah. So I don't I can say whatever the fuck I yeah. want and I can you could curse. be the real one. Yeah, man. I don't have to I don't have to be that same role model I once was. Uh, well fucking hey, this is a better podcast than the last one we did that got for fucking, sure. Uh, well let me ask you before on your way out, what do you think you think there's a future for pro wrestling without kayfabe with everybody like well, bro, if you want to see now? if you want to see me wrestle these days, tomorrow I uh will it'll be on the Reels Network. I'm on a television show called Major League Wrestling. You got Major League Baseball on TV, you got Major League Soccer on TV, nobody watches it because soccer sucks, so you don't. <laughs> and then you got fucking major league wrestling now. Um I didn't sign any contracts, but I have a really uh, great uh, handshake deal. With uh, Court Bauer, the owner there, he's been a blessing, um, giving me the opportunity to have fun. And I have a blood feud rivalry right now with the smallest wrestler in the world named Micro Man. Uh, dude, I've got... Mi gente. Uh, mi gente. I've got unlimited jokes on blood this guy. Feud. I was like, if I had a dime for every time Micro Man could ride a roller coaster, I would have zero dimes. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh man, I was going off on his ass. Like, you little toilet climber, I get you on your toes like you're in a urinal. <laughs> um, so anyway, yeah, I get the microphone for the first time in five. So what years. is that? Where people can watch you watch on your shit? Reels Network Major League Wrestling MLW Underground premieres February seventh on the Reels Network, and will be there every single Tuesday thereafter. The first thing you will see in Major League Wrestling on their television debut is me with a microphone in my hand. Smart, let's fucking go. Smart, yeah, they're smart doing smart business. All right, yeah. big, all right, G, big G, bro. This was an excellent. This episode. is way better than the this one. This was we, a lot we, of fun, not, and it wasn't yeah. Gas Digital's fault. Obviously, it was before we were with them. But we had one with Enzo. So the and it the, went, the went second kaput. lost episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, so and we I, got the Billy and Bobby one too. I don't know where you guys are listening to this right now because we're definitely dark. We went dark for at least an hour there on YouTube. So if you're watching us on YouTube, definitely go check out GasDigitalNetwork.com. Use the code S and T to watch the full episode for free. Code S&T, watch the full episode for free. If you're on Spotify, Apple, we love you very much, man. This has been Slick and Thick with the one, the only, the real one, Enzo Amori EA. Appreciate you coming in here, cuz. Enzo. All yeah. love, baby. For Mickey Gall, I'm Gerard Michaels, and this has Jersey. been Slick and Thick. Catch we you out. next week. Peace. How you doing?